last time on Salvage. Ish, 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 it, it, it's all right. It's all right. Just trying to calm her down. I got everything. Don't, don't worry about it. The improvised grenade that I have fabricated. Boom. The floor explodes. The two of you see Greg just get knocked over the side of the staircase. All right, so Greg's drowning. You're dead. You know that? You Atlas fuck. You're, you're dead. You see the figure in the cloak pull herself up out of the water onto the boat. You hear an engine starting. What the hell just happened? Oh, uh, well, after I set the lighthouse on fire, what? As chaotic as that was, I don't think that was Joanna. B did give me another spot we could hide out down by the beach. We were supposed to meet with a Joanna. She had a map. I think I've heard of her. You have any idea where she might be? And it's just like a skyscraper hotel. So this is you three? We are three. And we are we. From the radio. Who are you? Joanna Baptist. Did you three find the map? Well, shoot. Well, I've been pulled into a trap twice from them. What do you think that we can pull them into a trap? I took a look at that that signature you showed. I knew it looked familiar. And he pulls out a record sleeve. And it's signed, Jean B. She's the daughter of the Wardenage. She's the Warden's daughter. Joanna said you were thinking of setting a trap. Do you have any ideas for us? I know exactly where. some tabletop games let's do that let's let's play a thing let's yeah let's so where <laughs> we left off last time the three of you were on the beach with with b and a very out of it web that's a word for it and and you just talked with b about like what your your plan going forward is about how how you want to try and try and turn the tables a little bit on uh the folks that have been kind of like stalking you this whole time or stalking and physically assaulting us and attempting murdering and you know that whole jam and mostly succeeding with greg i mean i mean can i be real they only have almost succeeded one time the other time was mostly joe (laughs) (laughs) no they did do the push to get greg into the water oh okay yeah (laughs) it was that one was 50 50 at least Sure. I mean, uh, on on one hand, you have the the, uh, stalking attempted murder. On the other hand, you have arson. So, like, it's kind of a wash. Anyway. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And and he's like, okay, okay. So so I'm going to try and get the resistance together, um, get the underground together, and we'll try and, like, talk this plan out. Do... Do do either of you three have any ideas or... We have some crazy ideas, but... I mean, we don't really know the ground all that much. Kind of hard for us to... No, that's, that's fair. We can, we can talk about it at the meeting. Um, Is the resistance going to be cool with, you know, getting involved in all this? Well, uh, if, if my idea works, 
you three might end up pulling some a lot of heat from the from the commissioner's office. We might be able to end up uh, doing some other things to to make it worth the underground's time. Well, I can't say I'm thrilled about pulling more people trying to kill me, but well, I mean, you were the one who I thought you implied it with that one bit. I mean, yes. Um, just because I'm willing to do it does not make me thrilled that it is going to happen. Okay. Well, you know that's <laughs> all right. I'll put a I'll put a button in that one, Greg. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so you're gonna, you're gonna make a radio call and hopefully get their attention? I mean, we can't guarantee that we're gonna get their attention, but that is kind of the best we've got. We don't really have the time to track them down ourselves. Well, from everything you've said, they seem pretty, pretty intent on murdering y'all, so. They have seemed very proactive, yes. Yeah, and then at murder, (laughs) (laughs) Webb, like, reaches into, like, the inside of his jacket and he like like he was like wavering a little bit and this way he like would stock still and like reaches into his his like uh jacket like the trench coat and pulls out like a little little snub nose gun like like a little like like mauser looking thing he's like uh, mur- mur- what, what murder is that way that around no 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 i've been shot ah. enough for today shot enough for today Man, <sighs> down web no yeah, yeah, you could just like push him down like mm-hmm. against a dune. Yep. Pull the gun away from him. Mm-hmm. Like no resistance. Yep. It's he's out of it. Um he's like, oh. This man's got problems, dude. Ideally there won't be any murder. No murder? Okay. Not not now. No murder. When? Later. N- no murder, Webb. No. <laughs> Puts a finger up to Joe's lip. No. <laughs> Wipes um, finger on clothes. Yeah, wipe, wipes it off on Greg. On, on, uh, no, on wipes Greg. it off on Webb's trench coat. She puts. Can she put the finger up to Joe and Joe just raises an eyebrow at Webb? Just like one <laughs> yeah, eyebrow. exactly. He's too out of it to see. But um, just like a, like a blank nod and just starts like laying back against it and eventually just sort of like you all wait a little bit till he passes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll take that, Greg. Oh, yeah, sorry I'll, about that. Uh, I'll over. hold on to it for him. Mm-hmm. Going in the desk with the vape. <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? That's enough? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, so I'll get everyone together. Um, I'll, I'll get a meeting together at the at the hotel. If, if it, oh, oh, um, Joanna gave me these. I, I, I talked with some people. Here and she start hands out something to each of you. Um, it it's a f- e- e- one for each of you. A fake Bastillion passport, mm. Mm. fake papers, and who wants to open theirs first? I'll open mine. Okay. It's a bomb. You die. No. <laughs> Um, Joe would die first from a surprise bomb. Oh yeah, yeah. Joe opens it up, and it is like, it is like a composite rendering of you. It it is, it is not exact. It's like it kind of just looks like someone else a little bit. Beast, like yeah, they're they're not perfect, but um, should get you past like a cursory inspection. Did they try to render him without the um coats? Yes, and many, it makes it look like he's just coats. like a very large man instead of the skinny man that he is. Mm-hmm. 
On the other hand, you'd have to look at Joe for a long time to figure things out, and I feel like that's not what most people want to do. <laughs> yeah, very fair. Me and Ollie might have more trouble, but Joe will be fine. But yeah, it's like, yeah, no, like we don't, we didn't have all of your details, so we just did the best we could. You know, it, it's it's lucky Fob Fob knows a really good, uh, you know, forger in in the quarter. So yeah, um, I'll try and get everyone together at the hotel. Um, I'll have I'll have. Cadence, wait for you at the at the trolley stop. Uh, she, we she knows the entrance into the basement. We'll get you in, and then we'll uh have a meeting down there. Is the hotel still crawling with Securesoft? Our um, our guests are still there. Yeah. Speaking of your guests, if things start getting a bit hectic, what do you think the odds of, are of uh them wanting to take a little stroll? Because that could be a big problem. Well. If if th- things get things pop up like that, they might get involved. Um, but I mean, we've been doing doing it under their nose this whole time anyway, right? Got to do something. I mean, fair enough. In in the in the the three years since they've been sending people over here, we haven't seen a, a, a single SecureSoft representative. So I I don't know. I mean, we burnt down a whole lat house and didn't see. Ignore hair of them. Yeah, and there was that explosion in the quarter and that too. So. Well, worst comes to worst, they'll probably come down on us because most likely, if I'm getting everything right, we're going to be causing the most noise. Ideally. I mean, I, I, we might be able to send some folks with you. Yeah, you do what you think's best. I'm not going to ask for more folks to get involved in our uh, troubles. Okay. All right. Um, Here. Uh, Early tomorrow, okay? Agar just sort of looks thoughtful, like he's just trying to figure out how much time they actually have before something happens to the map. It? It's it's evening. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll meet we'll meet at the hotel in uh, early in the morning. Try and try and catch it when it's still a little dark. All right. Okay. So it, it's it's going to be at um. Let, let me think for a second. We try and get it at uh about five in the morning, and um. Yeah. Uh. And then she has a momentary look as she like turns away and she looks back. And she's like, you know how to tell time, right? I was going to, right before she says that, Joe lifts his arm, pulls his sleeve back and there's just filth. <laughs> and he just puts it back. She she just stares a little bit and she's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, we know how to tell time. We don't have anything to tell time with. I'm not thinking. Uh, Joe, is there, is there a clock on your calculator? <sighs> This is amazing. I am loving the idea of, of Joe being introduced to the concept of, oh, that's what that is <laughs> on this calculator. Yes. I'm more of I'm more thinking of like, yeah, there's a clock, but Joe travels all the time, so the time doesn't necessarily mean anything. <laughs> Fair. Like, <laughs> well, be what time is it right now? Um here, you know what? One one sec. One sec. Um, and she sort of like she has her like managerial jacket on and she like reaches into like the breast pocket of it. And she had a little chain hanging there and she pulls it out, um, pulls it off the clip and, and hands it to you. And she's like, here, um, uh, just be careful with it. It was a gift from Fob. And it's a watch. Who does she hand it to? It's a pocket watch. Oh, uh, she hands it to Ollie. Yes. Good. Good. Correct decision. <laughs> Finally, somebody has some sense. Mm hmm. Um, I'm going to I'm going to get back to the hotel. Um hopefully they they haven't missed me for too long. And um 
I'll, I'll see what I can do about getting the our, our, our guests out of our hair for this. But um, if not, I mean, like I said, we, we haven't seen a, a single secure staff representative till now. And if things are going to start changing around here, I, I want to get ahead of them. I suppose I can't blame you for that. Okay. A.B.? Yeah? Yes, Holly? You're a real gem. Well, thank you. All right, I'm going to leave you guys. You can, um, I was going to take Webb back, but do you mind if I leave him here with you, with you three? Yeah, it's probably better to keep him away from his vaping gun. Most definitely. His vaping gun? Yes, his vaping gun. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, his vaping gun. Uh, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Yeah, um, I'm sure... He'll probably be a lot more together in the morning. Just need some rest. And she she looks at him as she's about to turn to leave. And she just like, for a sec, you think she's going to like pat his head or his hair or whatever. And she just like makes a little fist and just lightly knocks her knuckle against his his forehead. That'll teach him. Hopefully he's not an idiot for y'all. <laughs> um, All I can think is knocking on wood for good luck. Yeah, pretty much. Um. And she turns and and starts heading away. Now, you three be safe, okay? We'll try. And, um... I'm not sure how good we are at that. We'll do our darndest. If if you're you're hungry or or thirsty or anything, um, under that that lean-to over there, just wipe some of the sand away. There should be a a, a cooler in there. All right. Thank you very kindly. Right. Night. And she, she, she heads off, um... And you can hear the, the the trolley after, you know, 10 to 15 minutes sort of roll up, ring its little bell, and then leave. And, okay, so it's, uh, Webb is, Web is unconscious. Webb is asleep. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about Webb. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. But what are the three of you going to do? We should rest before we Yeah, is, are there the any, morning? is there any preparation you guys want to do beforehand, or... If I can, I'd like to, um, you know, get get to uh, get to our wounds. See if I can't, like, you know, change out the dressings and whatnot. So we want to do this as like a short rest. Yeah, just a little a short rest. Uh, no, this is a long rest. Okay, this long rest. And this is just like a little in character, like. All right. You you three get into some time to talk amongst yourself and wrap things up. That's probably gonna be a good idea, though. I'm betting I'm gonna have a couple new holes in me in the next few hours. That's tomorrow's problem, not today's. Depending on how these sutures have held, you may need a couple more in you. Well, let's get to it. All right. Joe, try not to take everything out of uh, Webb's pockets. <laughs> Can you just look over and Joe's asleep already? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Jo- Joe just sprawled out, like, in the lawn chair he was sitting in, just, like, complete, like, arms, like, fully spread, spread-eagled out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I somehow acquired a, like... Si- Set of sunglasses and like an empty fucking drink glass. <laughs> oh, the cooler, the cooler's open, opened, and he's taken something out of it. Yeah, yeah. you just see, like, you turn back, the the sand has been pulled away, a cooler's been pulled up. It's like a small, like, it looks like a cooler, but it's got like a mini fridge inside almost. Just like mm-hmm. a couple drinks and a little bit of food. And he's just like, he's got like a plate on it. He's like laying out in a, in a beach chair. He's got like a plate on his belly. And just like a, a, a glass, like hanging out of his hand, and he's just out. Well, that didn't take too long. I don't know why I'm surprised, but man, he works fast. <laughs> he's the best. 
And uh, Ollie, can you roll me that medicine check? Absolutely. What does Greg need more, wounds or crits? I do have one crit. However, it's not doing anything, and it does make my damage a bit higher for punching. And his wounds are pretty bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll work off the wounds then. How, how's it vis-a-vis your threshold? Uh, just over half. Okay. Okay, okay. You will heal for me. Um, you will heal for me. <laughs> you she will. She's screaming at him. Um, yeah. I, I guess a strain doesn't really matter because we're about to take the long rest, but you will heal uh, three wounds. <laughs> the, the long rest? Mm-hmm. The permanent one? <laughs> no, that's for a few hours from now. That's what we <laughs> well, were talking about. That's for, that's for tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, by the way, Greg, I, I, I want to talk to you about something right quick. Uh, shoot. You mentioned that, you know, the murder was for later and whatnot to Webb and whatnot. Webb stirs just a little bit, but continues to sleep fitfully. Let's go with unlifing. <laughs> All right. The unlifing. Mm-hmm. We're not planning on killing these folks, are we? Look, Ollie, I don't want to sugarcoat it. There's a good chance we go in there and, like, go in shooting. They're playing for keeps, obviously. Well, sure. And I don't want to kill them. That makes two of us. But that you have to accept the possibility that we are shooting at them. That is unavoidable. One of them or multiple of them, or some of us, could end up dying in this. That's just kind of how it is. I tried talking to him. I did. And all I got was shot, stabbed, and left for dead. And I don't see a way of avoiding this if you want that map. That map is the only way to get you home. So I'm going to leave this up to you, because I'm going to be honest, I just like helping out folks. I don't if we get back to salvage yards, I'm probably not finding home anyway. But you want to find your brother? You gotta accept that we might end up hurting some folks real bad. Listen, I, 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 I do very much want to get home, but like, I also don't think I'm I'm the only one who has something at stake here. You know, Tove, Abrams, Ridley, that they, they're all counting on us too. You know, get this job done. It's 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 a job what needs getting done, and and I'm not disagreeing with you, Ollie. I'm not, but you need to honestly consider whether or not this job that you admit needs to be getting done is worth hurting or killing someone for. I've never killed somebody, Ollie, not once, but it might have to happen. I don't relish that idea in the slightest, but. They don't want to talk. They really don't. I just want to make sure that's not plan A. If you can find me a better plan A, I would honestly love to hear it, but if we can knock him out, great. But if we pull our punches, they're not going to. And as I think all of my previous encounters with them so far have proven, they're not folks that I can afford to pull a punch on. If I do, I might go down. Hell, damn near went down the other times. We nearly died back in that lighthouse, Ollie. But we didn't. And that's going to keep happening. But we didn't. We didn't that time. Or the previous time, or the time before that. At some point, we all are going to. Like, it happens to everyone. I've accepted that. 
but that's for everyone to figure out. Like, again, I'm not, I don't want to have to hurt them. If we can get this map and get out, great. But it is what it is. Fighting's not something you can control fully. And if you're going to go in shooting, you have to accept that whatever you're shooting at is not going to survive. Now, that's really all I can say. And from there, it's up to you. You don't have to go in on this with us. Like, you can stay back, help the resistance while me and Joe head out. If you can find a way for us to, like, safely neutralize this threat without anyone having to die, I would respect you so highly for that. But I ain't that smart. I'm a big, like, tough guy, and I punch folks, Ollie. I, I'm not that great at planning. <laughs> you punch them real good is the thing. Well, last couple of times, that punching hasn't worked. So. Listen. Yeah, that's about the long and short of it. I'm sorry. I wish it could be more comforting, but. No, it's all right. And listen, I'm not leaving you to go in toe-to-toe with those three without, I mean, I got to be there. I'm not leaving either of you to die. Well, I appreciate that. We could maybe shoot for the legs? I don't know. Yeah, well, there's a lot of important things in the legs, Ollie. <laughs> Fair enough. As Ollie knows, yeah. better than Greg. <laughs> there's some very big arteries in the legs. You'll die real quick. I mean, yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. how, much, how much did uh, Ollie heal? She healed uh, Greg three wounds. Nice. Is this uh, on top of like the normal rest thing that we get to like roll for ourselves for wounds or? You, you don't roll for wounds. You heal one wound and all strain. Okay. Um, How do you feel about. So I'm down to nine then. In the background of that very serious conversation, <laughs> is Joe snoring louder and louder and then he's like falling out of his chair or something. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, the, ch- the chair is practically like, it's already a lawn chair, so it's low, low, low yeah. to the ground, but he's like leaning it back. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. propped up a little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They're having this like real serious conversation. Joe's just like in a ball upside down on the lawn chair. Snoring. How how are Joe's wounds? How are Joe's wounds? Joe has no wounds. He was healed by Ollie last time. Real good. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, before Ollie goes to bed, she's going to Ollie's going to see if there ain't nothing she can do about uh her her two wounds. Okay. And since she's trying to heal herself. The difficulty will be too higher. Uh, out of blue to that, I'll have Greg give a hand, like hold shit for her, that kind of stuff. I appreciate it. Okay, uh, I'll just have it be that it, like it cancels out her um oh, her ne- black die for treating herself. Okay. Are you cool with with the way that you helped? Was kind of like you sort of just left her with something to chew on, and so she's like not minding the pain as much. That's fine. Okay. And so what's what's Greg do? What's he doing this night? Is he keeping watch? Is he resting or? Oh shit! I feel I like Greg's triumph. always the one that like tries. Well, oh, let's deal with that first. Yeah, is that to heal your own wounds? Yes. Yeah. I mean, what do you want to do with that? I didn't really have much. Like uh, that. That gets me at no wounds, and I'm gonna heal my strain. Well, you are unwounded. Mm-hmm. Temporary extra wound threshold. <laughs> Maybe a blue dye on her next physical activity. This like yeah, she's feeling you know great. what? I'm, I'm gonna better than that. I'm gonna let you negate the next two black dice for like physical activities. Oh shit! And so, so yeah. So what does Greg end up doing? Well, well, he's like, I imagine he goes off to do whatever he's he's gonna do for the night. Yeah, he just sort of like ends up like keep him watch, like 
he'd also been considering whether or not he'd had to kill somebody, but all his stuff really brought it like the, like this is might actually end up happening for him. Mm. So he's also like sort of processing that and like keeping watch at the same time. Okay. I was going to have Joe wake up at some point so that Greg could uh, get some rest. Okay, so you two trade off in the night. And, and, and while that stuff is sort of going on in the background, Ollie, um, you just sort of sit there, you know, like pouring a little bit of alcohol over the, the many, many cuts and scrapes that you, you got from, from the other day, you know, stitching up somewhere you got hurt. And it's not fun. <laughs> and you're just you're just sort of sitting there, you know, knickknack kind of like pops up out of your pocket and like curls up into your lap since you're sort of like sitting cross-legged on the on the sand. You know, you just, you just get to, to mull over those words as like you you look up at the at the Casio del Navidia night sky, the, the like the, the twinkling of, of the te- of the CRT television screens like in and out. The little lights blinking on and off. And the breeze, the waves, and just sort of pick yourself as much as you can and just sort of drift off in thought. All right, so... um you know, it, it takes a little while and it, it, it's uh, like the early, early morning. It, 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 you can see like some of the screens are starting to, to turn either blue or to static and are like on more regularly. It, it's kind of got like that early dawn kind of vibe. I'll, I'll say, Greg and Joe, you've been like sort of like trading off shifts in the night. Like I said, this counts as a long rest. So you, you get, you know, one health back and... Webb tries to wake up, take a shift. We just like, no, just Yeah, at one point, Webb tried to do that and you pushed him back down. He was still (laughs) a little groggy, but like a little more clear. Mm -hmm. And it is is morning proper um, as you sort of like get up, try and like get the seedy dust sand like out of your clothes and just shake them out. Uh, How how are you getting there? You're just going to catch the trolley or? Yeah, she said. Take the trolley yeah, and meet. She did say take the trolley, get yeah. there early. Who was it we were supposed to meet? Yeah, Cadence. Uh, Cadence and then get to the basement. Yeah. And also just more points for using the trolley that Webb said it was never used. <laughs> yes! We're going to make Webb use the trolley that yes. uh-huh. it's never used. <laughs> With all the activity, Webb is starting to like get up a little groggily and he's like, Ugh. Oh, my head. Uh, what? What happened last night? Oh, God, I said something stupid, didn't I? Something, something, fushigi balls. Oh, 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 God, I am, I'm so sorry. Um, please just forget everything I said about fushigi. Honestly, you barely explained it. You just kept, like, saying fushigi over and over again, like we should understand. Uh, yeah, no, sorry about that. I really like the word, though. It's a really good word. It's a good word. It's, yeah, it, it's... Fushigi. Fushigi. Phonetically pleasing. Fushigi. Or fushigi. Yeah. Um, fushigi. Yeah, what happened yesterday? I, I, I went in for, for... And he just sort of stops for a sec and just notices and just like... Am, like poking at his neck. Am I, I'm, 
They installed it? Oh, shoot. You don't remember anything, do you? No. Yeah, I'm assuming it didn't randomly grow from your throat, my dude. Oh, um, You must have some good meds. Um, yeah. Well, we went we went on a trolley ride. Okay. And you took us uh, uh, to, shoot, I don't remember the name of that place. It was a real ritzy hotel. Real fancy. Yeah, you, 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 you took us to... Nice kitchen. Took us to meet your friend Sue. They had this cheese grater in it. I pull out the cheese grater. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, I, I owe Sue a lot of favors. Seems like it. But anyway, we worked out because we, we got to meet with Joanna. And um, then after that, we came back to the beach, had some, had some planning with, with, with B, and uh, stuff's going down today. Oh, okay. Um, and he starts, like, trying to, like, get himself up. Um, also, and- she has your gun. <laughs> he was look, reach, looking to see if he had it as soon as he said things are going to go down today. He's like, that, uh, that his gun. makes sense. Second thing he looks for is his vape. Yeah, just like to calm down a little mm-hmm. bit. He reaches for it and just like nothing there. She's She's got that too. It's No, that's, that's fair. I, I'm sorry, you three. Um, for what? <laughs> uh, I haven't exactly been um, with it these last couple days. Look, I'm not. I'm not making any uh, assertions that I'm com- the most competent on the best of days. But I'm. I mean, I believe your assertion was you are the third most competent in this particular field from where you come from. Oh, I yeah no, I probably bragged that one, didn't I? <laughs> oh, you've been doing that since before you went under. Uh, I was pretty trashed that night. That's nothing new. The less you know about all the buildings that have been on fire, uh, the better. What? Don't worry. Look, it's fine. Just don't go to the docks. (laughs) Okay. Um. Yeah, but what what, what can I? What can I do to help help you out? Get on this trolley. Oh, I. Uh, I mean, okay. So we just awkwardly having a conversation where all three of us are in the trolley waiting for Webb. And he yeah, just has yeah, a moment. Like you, you've been walking and he's just sort of been following you slowly. And you're like all on the trolley at this point. It's like, get in the trolley. It's, it's going to leave, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he reaches into a pocket and like pulls out a couple coins. He's like, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get your fare too. And Wait, there's fare? Puts in the money for it. The tokens. They just go. You've put money in this machine before, Steven. <laughs> I don't think we keep address it every time, so I forgot. Yeah, I addressed it every time, actually. That I am very bad at memory, which is not surprising. Fair. Um. Yeah. Um. And he, he puts the the tokens in. It's like, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I, I owe you guys a lot. I'm gonna be honest. We didn't really do all that much for you. Well, you, you, you... And it seems like we owe you um trolley fare now. You really don't. After everything, you you really don't. Also, unless it takes noodle packets, I'm kind of tapping out right now. Look, you, you could have just let me bleed out there. I mean, we could have, but you weren't dead yet, so... I, I really couldn't have, is the thing. Okay, I mean, like, outside of your own personal, like, moral, ethical strictures, like, I get that. But, like, I still appreciate it. Physically speaking, I could have. That is true. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and and the trolley just starts the little bell dings, and you sort of start riding off. Um, again, it's like even though it's starting to become sort of dawnish, it's still very very dark in the trolley because there's like crud all all covering the windows, and Whip just sort of just sits there. Like every once in a while, he seems like he's gonna like try and say something, and just like thinks better of it. It's just sort of sitting there with his hands in his lap. I do like your voice, by the way. Oh, um, it's it's neat. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate having one. Um, thanks, Molly. And the trolley goes. You make your way to the um, Grand Navidian stop, um, and you sort of, I'm going to guess, carefully file out. I mean, whatever is the least <laughs> suspicious. Yeah. Um, when have we ever been careful, though? And do you see, like, leaning right against, um, like, the, the trolley stop sign is, um, is, is Cadence there waiting for you. I don't know why I expected you to say one of the secure stop agents. No, but that's, <laughs> see, that's the stress that I'm, I'm here to cultivate. Mm-hmm. Um, just, we've been ratted out. Mm-hmm, just covered in blood. Yeah, no, it's Cadence. And, and she, like, turns and looks at you and, like, nods ahead. Hers, it's her head. She Does nods. Anybody... No, she grabs a random passerby and <laughs> nods their head for them. There are no random passerbys, <laughs> luckily. Um, well, it's pretty late. The only thing, thing that seems to be up and about is that uh, convenience store, like across the street. Where Killer picked up some things. Wait, yeah, where they picked up Buy some stuff. Buy two liters of blood, get one half off. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and, and Cadence just sort of like, again, starts like, makes a motion with a couple fingers and, and tells you to follow her. Sneak, sneak. And you make your way, like, around back, kind of where that, like, loading area was that, that you were sort of high, creeping around when you uh, were looking for Jean. Oh, we have to wait before we get in. Gotta wait for the level to load. <laughs> yes, a little bit. You wait for some for, for um, one of the, like, things to come down from the ceiling to, to head into the loading, loading bay. And you sort of, like slide around the sides of the box at, at like Cadence's direction. She's kind of like keeping an eye on the like the secure soft room in the in the corner of the um the rooms part of the hotel. Because it's like a balcony overlooking and all that. And you, you take turns and sort of just slide into the little loading area that the stuff is, is brought into. And there's like a series of conveyor belts. It is a very Dahir and shot type situation inside. Like, conveyor belts upon conveyor belts. I feel like that's not going to mean anything to most people listening. This is a very narrow yeah. reference. Like, we understand. Does, does Tori even get this reference? I'll show you later, Tori. It'll, it'll break your mind. Um, <laughs> for, for, for the general audience, would, like, would Toy Story 2 be a good, yeah, be a good like call on that? Con- conveyor belts upon conveyor belts. Imagine the most unnecessarily... I described it pretty accurately and then just peppered the reference in there, so it still should still be pretty clear. Yeah, just basically for to hear and shot what we're referencing. Imagine the most convoluted way to get someone food that you can imagine, and do it on conveyor belts, and then just do it for every other industry you've ever seen. It's so bad. <laughs> anyway, it's a series of proof of concept investor pitches. So I'll show you later. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Yeah, and so you sl- so it, it's just conveyor belts upon conveyor belts. Um, you sort of like duck and weave around them, and there's like a little like what would be a 
like a storage area. You can see like some of the, the storage shelves have kind of been like, uh, like pushed to the side. The stuff that's like hand stocked has been pushed to the side and there's like a series of tables set up and a whole little area. There's like a small set of stairs heading upstairs, but there's a, um, there's like a, like a platform, halfway platform that's kind of like out of sight. So like you can hear if somebody's coming down and react to that. Sounds kind of like the classic dimly lit warehouse meeting. It is pretty much that. Yeah. Kane's just sort of like directs you guys to like come in and like sit at the table or stand or whatever. Um, and just puts up a finger to like wait a moment and heads upstairs. And you hear some like rifling around up there. You hear some like, oh, uh, one, one second. Uh, I'll be right back with you. You hear steps coming down and B pokes her head around the corner. Hey there, um, is everyone's, everyone's going to be filing in. One sec. Um, and she, she heads back up and slowly, uh, like, people start filtering in. You, you know, Fob and uh, David and, and Daniel. That's a trip for you, Dan. I can't believe people have names. Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple of the people who, who, who were, you know, at the show, including that guy that was like, Storm Bastille, he even showed up, because of course mm-hmm. he did. Well... This is the best chance to get people to storm Bastille. Yeah. You know what? And just to fuck things up, you learned later his name is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I would just need a tour and we got the fucking full set. Yeah. yeah. No, what would really be weird is, is an NPC named Aaron. No, that's never going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. Can we spend a story point? No, on no, thing? stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, we spend a story point to name we- somebody cool, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. Who are you? My dad when I was Whoa. five? <laughs> Well, Joe oh just died. <laughs> he just sits down and just shakes that goo that's inside him just yeah. right. Yeah, and then anyway, Joe anyway, anyway. Yeah, so so folks just start filtering down into the place. It's like everyone's trying to keep quiet, but every it, like it just keeps like reaching up towards getting kind of rowdy a little bit uh, until eventually B B finally pops in. She's like, "Okay, um, Ace and Double are gonna gonna keep everything okay upstairs. Um, I don't think they noticed anything so far." Uh, yeah, we did have a lot of people filter in. But th- thank you all for coming on such short notice. Y- you three, are, are are you sure you want to do this? I've gotten into more dangerous situations for less reason. Okay. In that case, then, here's what we're going to do. And now we get that scene. You know which scene I mean. The one where the plan's outlaid, where, it's, where the whole plan gets outlined and none of it's going to go like that. Yeah. Like, just later on, we'll cut back to, like, each section being brought up, like, okay, when we're here doing this, this will happen, and I'll just completely fucking up that piece. Yeah, absolutely. So who should start? Should Okay, so I talked with you about this last night, but these three are going they've 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 been they've been uh what would you say, pursued? Hunted. Uh hunted. Murder stalked. Absolutely no reaction from from Webb, side note. Mm-hmm. Does it not count if it's hyphenated? They're going to try and draw them out. We, we don't know if they have any relation to the, to the resistance friend or foe or anything. We think they're a neutral party. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't be. But, One of them is, uh, what was your name? Uh, Jean Bastille? Every single person in the room just goes, like, just this is just a hubbub and like, what? <laughs> like, like, Fob is like, what? <laughs> what? Is, is... Is this someone you know? Uh, the, the Storm Bastille guy tries to get in a few couple Storm Bastilles in there. Um, it sounds like a yes. It sounds like a yes. 
Um, we we are said, being hunted by a pop star. I know it does sound ridiculous. And some other folks. But it is what is happening. But but at this point, everyone is like, hell yeah, we're, we're involved in this. Like, like stuff about like, like having her stand trial and like the whole thing. Fob is advocating for the guillotine rather passionately. Uh, Everyone's reminding him we do not currently have a guillotine. Um, <laughs> but we can make one, you know. We, yeah, yeah. We can make one real quick. It'd be easy. And, and, and Daniel is 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 straight up just like talking about like having give like full this full kangaroo court trial proceeding that he's just imagining. Mm-hmm. That I mean, yes, would it be somewhat justified? Yes, but also he's just really freewheeling here, and he's like, okay, okay. So you know, you said you were looking for a place to to stage this this uh, ambush. The best place we have would be here. And she points to a spot, like on a map on the table. It's the, it's, it's the rail silo. Not associated with the train station, but the, the silo where they keep most of the like, transports in it. It's also used for all the inter-island transport. What, what's there? Most of the trains that aren't in use. There's more than one train? Um, Yes. Do you have a lot of brothers or something? Or must be a big family. But yeah, go on, go on. They're gonna be devastated when we tell them. Might be a family name. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Look, everyone everything stopped just a little bit for that? <laughs> yep. Um but anyway, here's what we're thinking. If we cause a hub up there, there's there's it's it's a relatively loose security presence from from the MPs, but it is pretty critical to the the functioning of this whole place. If one of the rail lines just it gets 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 marred accidentally, or if there happens to be a fight that breaks out and things get wrecked a little, it, it would bring inter-island transport to a halt. All right. Now, that does sound like it'd bring a lot of folks down on us. How easy would it be for you guys to get that back up and running so, you know, everyone's just not stranded? Here's what we're thinking we're going to do. Because it, it would be a while before everything got completely mucked up. We try and get as many folks as we can onto one of the, 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 the trolleys and the trains to, like, take them to at least the next island over to, to, to get them off to Oxidia Shell Futura. And once we have that done, I mean, we can kind of set up this island as, as kind of like, this is the first one that they'd probably, you know, mess with. Um, and it, it can kind of create like a, like a, like a beachhead here where to, to keep folks from, like, getting further back, get people out of the quarter. All right, that's not going to be a subtle operation. I, I was in that quarter. There's a lot of folks. Just, just as as many folks as as you know, folks that can't fight, kids. You know. I know. Um, what I'm saying is, it's going to be a big op. There's going to be some fighting there. You're going to be bringing them into a very angry area. You need us to have it secured, or do you need? Oh it? no, 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 no. We'll send the trolleys, and then once you get over there, it'll just keep them from being able to get the trolley system back out. We don't need to be over there to to catch one. Okay. Okay. That's that's better than what I thought was yeah, going to no. happen. Yeah. No. Once 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 you once you sever any of the rails over there, it'll bring the whole system to a halt. So the whole thing runs independently. Um. So we'll just get them on a shuttle here, get them across, and then we'll we'll once once once. Well, so I'm going to send someone with you. I'm going to send a couple people with you, and we're going to sabotage the rail lines. And once that happens, it'll it'll cut off their ability to get anywhere else, or it should at least. All right. Now, we, we do have a second part of the plan. Uh, that is? Well. And then everybody in the audience, as soon as, 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 as Steve, Joe says that, killer of like, like, Daniel's like, yeah, yeah, tell us. Come on. 
All right, I'm going to pull out the the Oldham ID. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll say... Like, people are cheering as, like, Joe's about to talk. So, Ollie and I just happened to discover that this ID still works. You can just walk right into the commission, scan this here ID, and go walk right through the building. And in fact, just, what was it, yesterday? We personally had a talk with the commissioner about the need for some new, uh, some new elevators in the, in the headquarters. And we, we set up, uh, we set up an appointment. We said we would send some, some other people to go to the headquarters to have a look at their system and to replace their, uh, renovate their, their elevator system. We got y'all cover story. This seems like might be pretty good opportunity for you guys to get into some space. Get over there and renovate their elevator system. Wink. Uh, what's, the, what's the name you gave them? What is the name we gave them? I believe it was the Bastillian Urban Renewal Project. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You'll, it was the Bastillian Urban Renewal Project. And also, you'll need this. For context for listeners, Steve just pulled out an actual fucking rail spike. <laughs> I could he- I could hear it on the table. <laughs> Where the fuck did you get that? Presumably a railroad errand. <laughs> it was right here the whole time behind my backpack. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Which I imagine is the reaction to everyone else because he just pulls out a rail spike like, you're going to yeah, need this. absolutely. <laughs> just puts it down. <laughs> and um, what, are we, what are we supposed to do with that? What was the name? This is the, the, the rail spike of like psychological understanding or something. What, <laughs> no, what it was just a resonant, re- resonant rail spike. I, we had some name for it though. Anyway, I don't remember. No. Whatever you just said is what you think it yeah. is now. Yeah, it's fine. fine. It's fine. See, this, this rail spike, this was our, this is how you come across as real elevator rail technicians, see? Because why else would you have a rail spike? Everybody understands when you pull out a rail spike, see? Nobody just has one. I mean, I have one. See, but... I was convinced just, just right then that you were a bona fide elevator technician. And let me tell you, so was everybody else right up to the commission. <laughs> So what I'm proposing is, while we're off creating some havoc in the rail silos, maybe there's something that you guys need to do uh, with the commissioner. I don't know. That's not that's not for me. But no, that's that's perfect. Actually, if you end up drawing a, a lot of attention, we, we, you know, if, if if we go in ostensibly pretending we're we're gonna visit the commissioner's office for appointment. Most of the security offices for the MPs are cleared out. Yeah, they're right in the same building. We we can, we might be able to disrupt some of their stuff and maybe even draw some of the heat off of you into other areas too. Lead them on a good chase. Now that would be most appreciated. It would be very helpful. So I just like slide the, the ID card and the rail spike across the table to... Fob picks up the rail spike. Okay. And he's like, uh... Be careful with that. What? He's like a thousand yards. Yeah, stare. just a thousand yards stare. He's like, Why? it's very powerful. Do I feel like I'm home on the on the cannonade? What? 
It's it's no ordinary rail spike. Okay. It puts it down. I mean, I've never really interacted with other rail spikes, so for all I know. Uh y- yeah. Okay, that that I think I think that'll work, Joe. Uh B says. So all that's that's waiting for is you you three to call him, huh? Yeah, we were thinking about sending out a fake message about a alternate map pickup or something. Try and draw him in. Okay. Where where's Joanna, by the way? She sort of like looks around the room. I thought she'd be here for this. Greg just gets a dark look on his face. Well, that's not gonna be good, is it? Oh, and, and Fob's like, oh, oh, he, he's he has put the rail spike down, and he's kind of like wringing his hands a little bit because like he's like nervously looking back at it. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, and he's like, but uh, no, no, no. She she said she said she just needed to to lay low for a bit. All right. So, which one of us wants to do the honors? I don't. Who are you each looking at? <laughs> I feel like Greg's looking at Joe. Ollie's looking at Greg. I don't know who's Joe. Joe is looking at. Joe should look at Ollie. That's what. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should spin the rail spike. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. I'll spin it. Which, I'll represent which... Tori for this. Okay. So, so Steve is legitimately spinning the rail spike. Oh shit! Right at Steve. Directly. Steve. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> the spike has spoken. The spike, it, it speaks, it knows. And plus, I think you're the only one that actually has ranks in deception. Okay. So, <laughs> am I going to actually radio Joanna? Is that the... That's how we're going to get the message out. Yeah. Just, is that the plan? Yeah. Set it to the original frequency? Yeah. Yeah. There's like, something like, all lines are like, hey, Joanna, we might got a lead of a backup of the map on one of the other islands. We're going to try to go through the rail silo to get there. Or did we want... To say that the map was in the rail silo. I feel like either way, as long as they know we're going to be there, and we just need them there. Fair enough. As, as long as they head to the depot, I, I, I think it should work. Well, uh, you're sending guys with us. One of them's real sneaky. Have them keep their eyes out. We'll, we'll do. What time of day should we set up the meeting? Well, how long do you guys need to get set up? Um, let's, let's make it this afternoon. Why don't you? Send out some people now. No, yeah, absolutely. Have them, have them there. And she sort of early. like starts directing some folks. Mm-hmm. Um, Fob's like, I'll, I'll, I'll handle the organization of it. Maybe we just wait a little bit, a little like wait for it to be quiet. So there's no like background noise, like giving away like there's a lot of activity. Right. Yeah. Um. If folks start clearing out of the basement at this point, um, some of them are a little boisterous. There's there's like a, a vibe of. You know, before where you're all sort of crouching around this table, it's just kind of like, shit's gonna happen. And on some level, a lot of these folks have kind of been waiting to feel like they could actually do something about it. Mm. And and he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna head upstairs. I'm gonna, you know, so I'm, I'm not too absent. But um, l- I'll, let me send uh, Cadence with you. And I'll, I'll get, I'll get uh, two members of the underground to go with you. All right. I guess I'll send the message now. So I s- yeah, and, and B walks upstairs along with everyone else. All right. So I set the radio to the, you know, original frequency and, you know, click it on and say, Joanna, we, we think we found a lead to a, a backup of the, the map. Uh, seems like they kept it in, in cold storage off the island, but there's a, 
there's a way to get it through the rail depot. We're going to, we're going to head there. If you can meet us there at, at noon today, that we could hopefully get out real soon. B is like walking upstairs. She's like, later, later, like four. Oh, this afternoon and later, maybe four. Yeah. Okay. And then I turn it off, I guess. <laughs> All right. Like click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, it just gives two big thumbs up. And now we wait. Well, shouldn't we head over there first or? Yeah. So as this, as this happens, the, you, Kate, Kate's still down there with you. She's heading with you. She like starts helping you through the, the conveyor room and into the, you know, outside again. And I want each of you to roll me a stealth check. All right. Just, just this is just in general for you getting over there. Difficulty, eh, three. But I'll give each of you a blue die on it. Oh, that's a roll. You get one success, one threat. Uh, three successes, one disadvantage or threat or whatever. I always get that wrong. Okay. And Tori. Oh boy. Oh wait, no, I had to. Uh... I that one advantage. I forgot to count the blue dice. Okay. Four successes, one threat, and a triumph. Uh, oh. Ollie cloaks like the goddamn predator. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. All right. I, 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 I grab a cardboard box and just snake my way out of there. Yeah. Um. Give me one second. I'm also going to roll for Webb. Interesting. Okay. Webb is like having trouble like maneuvering around the... um like all the conveyor belts, so he's taking a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have it be like Joe and Greg are maybe like ahead. Ollie, you're sort of like back around where, where Webb is. Are, are you... If, if, I, if I can use my triumph to, uh, to help out Webb, then I would. Yeah, you will definitely be helping Webb. Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, so what happens is like um, it's taking Webb a, 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 lot, a good chunk more time because he's like... It's it took the same amount getting in, because he has just like a little trouble maneuvering right now. He's a little stiff, mm-hmm. still hurting some. But Cadence, Greg, and Joe have sort of like snuck their way across, and are like keeping eyes for 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 you guys as you like try and get out. And Cadence is like holding her hand in the door of the trolley, kind of like you do put your hand to hold the door of an elevator to keep the trolley from going. <laughs> How many advantage did you get, Dan? I have one advantage. Okay. Take a strain, Joe. Okay. Because you sort of like, you're the last one to get there. And you sort of like stumble over some of the conveyor belts a little at the end. You take a strain. Greg, you are the one who sees it first. You see the door to the secure soft room is open. You, you realize that, you know, just because of the angles, they most likely didn't see you. And they can't necessarily, like you're peeking out a little bit. They can't necessarily see where you are. But you see Porter, like, step out of the room to the balcony and be like, Trapper, are you down there? I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I'm back. I got more stuff. If, if just, just head up back to the room. You, you there? Like, trying to, like, call out to her. I mean, like, waving. Can you hear me? Um, Killer, like, sort of, like, stands imposingly in the doorway behind her. And she, like, turns, like, no, just get back in there. All right, well, we'll be waiting. And, like, 
they get back into the room and you look down and you see exactly what's going to happen when it happens. Ollie, you have sort of snuck around, keeping an eye on Webb. Webb bumps, like, the side of his cheek. Like, he's sneaking fine, but he's, like, struggling walking. And you see his cheek just, like, bump into the right hip of Trapper, the secure soft agent, who is just sort of, like, heading into the back entrance of the, the Navidian and was sort of just idly looking at some of the machinery. And Joe, you were you were just like you, part of your your strain is not just that you you tripped or whatever, but also that like in tripping, Trapper like came out of the room and started yelling and freaked you out. Okay. Ollie, you are out of sight. You're like behind some of the machinery. And Webb kinda of like bumped into her back. And so you're like kinda of hidden behind some of the machines. And you grab Webb and like pull him back like under some of like the, the pistons as, as stuff is coming through and just pull him through behind you as Trapper like turns a little perturbed to, to like look and you press yourselves back up against like the, like the delivering crate container thing like around the corner where so so that she can't see you and you can't see her and just wait and you hear like her like huh what's that you hear like the the clacking of like her her little like spike legs on the on the ground and like her fingers against the like metal of some of the machines as she tries to like look into it you like peek around the corner to see if she sees you and you you almost catch her eye for a second she's like hmm and just you hear her stop and just walk back into the hotel and then you book it <laughs> mm-hmm. book it to that trolley <laughs> because that's what a triumph gets you you have successfully pulled web away a triumph gets me not dead a triumph gets you not dead that's what triumphs are good for I need to keep a mouse in my pocket for times like this. What? A mouse. A rat. Why? Throw it out. <laughs> Be like, oh, is that? I'll, I'll do that later. So the the five of you, you three, Webb and Cadence, you, you take the trolley and you, you clear away from like the corner of the Bastillion Quarter and the Grand Navidian and you ride past downtown, ride through downtown where like you pass, you know, the commissioner's office the hotel you had your meeting with Joanna. And it takes you, like, past where the burned-down husk of the lighthouse is. You see, like, the clock tower lighthouse in the distance. Webb just looks at it, looks at us, remembers fire. Yeah. I just shake my head at him. He looks, and I just go, no. And past that, um, you you make your way to sort of, like, where the the train station is. The elevator station. Mm Mm-hmm. Trains station. There we go. And as you roll by the station, you see your MLM, your multi-level mover, your macro-level mover, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that block is still just sort of like right there, like stock still at the entrance, right where it pulled in. The train it was attached to detached from it, but... The, the mover itself, just this horrible 
death cube just still just sitting there right at the entrance that they haven't moved it and you can see that they they have put like some wooden barricades over the entrance to the floor i thought you were going to say like a tiny little like car boot on one of the wheels there is one of that (laughs) one of those but also like the like entrance to the floor where the train station train trains came into the train station it's just like boarded up a little bit hastily like shoddily but still boarded up and you continue to roll on and you make a right along the side of like that like outer wallish kind of area uh, away from the train station and pull into this this area like well past well well past where there is just like a series of like silos and warehouses and then you 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 sort of make a little bit of a, a u-turn and pull back towards the more built up downtown area on the other side of the island that you kind of haven't really been on so far and pull back around kind of like on the opposite side of where the that area with the lighthouses were on the other like quarter of the island where, where these warehouses and silos just get bigger and bigger and bigger until you just the whole trolley just comes to a stop at like this industrial looking kind of district and you see some like people moving about some like automatons that look kind of dock worker-ish and how they're dressed and you just hear a little automated voice coming from a little speaker set in in the trolley and it just says last stop before the depot all passengers please leave and if any of you get up to go which I'm guessing is Joe, most likely. I think it's more of an Ollie thing, actually. All right, that's yeah. fair. Ollie gets up to go, and Cadence just puts her hand across the door and just shakes no. Right. And then the, the doors close, and it just sits there for a bit, and just stays, and then eventually just... Where before it was, like, moving at a little bit of a cruising speed, it just sort of, like, slowly, like, switches tracks and just rides slowly and quietly to what looks to be, like, a large depot on the horizon you see like many many different sets of rails to like not just places in Casio del navidia like how you saw those rails sort of crisscrossing across the water um just a little under the water even you see like everything kind of spirals out from here and after a while like it gets even though it's kind of gotten a lot brighter as as you sort of like make your way into the the silo like you know, the, sh- the shade of it, everything sort of goes dark. And eventually, like, midway through, as you just see this, like, kind of rotten wood and corrugated steel warehouse. Is it steel or aluminum that, that's on those shitty, like, corrugated plates? They're usually steel. They're, like, galvanized steel. Usually. Galvan- that's, okay. This place could just be fucking aluminum because shit. Yeah, aluminum. it could be. But anyway, so but you, you pull into, like, most of the way. It's mercury. No, it's magnesium. The slightest spark. It's it's pure gallium. So you enter into the entrance of this, this square depot with it, and it's huge. It's like sixteen rails deep. You get all pull in all the way into like the the back corner of it, and then the trolley just stops. No sound, no fanfare, none of the little bell dinging. It just stops. The door doesn't even open. All right. This is the place then. Cadence nods. And she reaches onto the seat next to her and pulls a crowbar she had with her and just sticks it into the door and pries the door open. 
and just like starts waving you through as she sort of like holds it open. That's so cool. Uh, and you step out and you can see there's like all sorts of different like little trains or horizontal elevators and trolleys all over the place. And you, you step out into the rail depot. And as you do, you sort of notice like not only is it like 16 rails deep, no, it's 16 rails across and like 30 rails deep. And there are just like, you know how there are all those like little like train track switches and then the little turnstile circles, right? Mm -hmm. Every single inch of this is one of those little turning turnstile circles. Like they're like individualized, different sized parking spots, train parking spots for each of these, these trams and trolleys and trains where they just like can spin around and the whole thing is just a mess of tracks. So these things could kind of move around almost in any any direction in, in any configuration of track. Like any diagonal, any forward, any whatever. Like the whole thing is just these like a spider web of them almost. And you're sort of just situated there. There's like an upper floor, like where you can survey things. You see there's like a little little uh crane desk that has like the controls for like a crane that overhangs some of them. And they're just like haphazardly like trams and trolleys just all over the place here in fact you even you see the one that you rode in on the 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 train car it's train you can tell from some of the the busted window haven't even buried the blood tragic (laughs) yeah and uh you're here for a couple hours how do you want to set up Mm. This is the part where we ran out of plane, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why I'm giving you a description and like, how do you want to wait for this ambush? Well, so here's one thing. No matter what, Canes and Webb should be hidden away somewhere because they're not even supposed to be here. Well, Cadence is. Cadence was set with us. Webb's not supposed to be no, here. No, I, I mean, like, <laughs> Webb just looks like, I, I know I fucked up, but. No, I, I'm, I meant like, in, in the bad. eyes of the burning rose folks it's just supposed to be us oh uh, yeah gotcha <laughs> and, and Cadence like pats him on the head mm-hmm. she's taller than him mm. which is not a mean feat because he's like just a little under average height gentleman just enough to be uncomfortable for him yes so is everything uh, are there people like controlling this place or is it all computer control like I said there's that like little crane office and it looks like the the crane kind of like the the whole office and the crane kind of like slide around the sides of this um uh, these two like balconies on the sides but yeah there is there is uh there seems to be some kind of computer that like runs it up there runs it's all automated okay and the trains are the same yeah ollie how much time we got left on that watch let me see we've we've got a couple hours for context i'm going to give you like it took you like uh, an hour change, like getting here, mm-hmm. maybe a little less. It took you a while getting here. Y- y- I'll give you like five to six hours to set up. All right. See, the one thing is, we don't know if they're even planning on getting here on time. They could very well like to get here early, set up an ambush. I thought she was, but you have to bring up. I'm expecting at least like an hour beforehand. They probably want to prep their ground. So I say we do our prep in a way that doesn't look like it's been prepped. Mm. And we ambush the ambush. Yes. That is kind of the point. <laughs> we make an ambush for an ambush ambush. All right. So I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to be the bait. 
Well, if you want to, I have an idea, Greg. Go. Make it look like we're meeting in one of the train cars, yeah? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's only you in the train car. Maybe there's only one door. Maybe you try and get them in there and then leave and close the door. I don't know. If it's only me in there, I'm going to have to get past them to get to that door, Joe. Maybe there were two doors. <laughs> Joe heard your suicidality <laughs> and said... Well, maybe we can use this. Maybe we can up that. (laughs) Maybe we can trap him in a train car. All right, now that part I do like. See that crane up there? If we can get him in a car Mm -hmm. and we get him off the ground. That's what I'm thinking. I got to find the controls for these. Get myself hooked into them. Ollie, you got any thoughts? What does the ceiling of this place look like? Is, Is there any sort of like stuff happening up there? There are like some rafters and some cross beams and stuff and a couple windows. That's about it. Okay. All right, so we're going to hit them. We need to try to figure out roughly what we think they would do and set us up to try to counter that. So we know there's that one that sneaks around all the time, yeah? Right. So she's probably going to be shadowy, likes corners a lot, so she's probably going to either try to sneak low under these cars or I'm betting up high in those rafters. I'm not sure which is more likely. Well, I've, I've got some ideas on that. See, I've, I've well, got this... Ollie's got the rifle, yeah? I mean, I, I do. What I also have is this here welder. Mm, okay. Items that I thought no one would use that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're pretty good at remembering our items. You are. And I actually haven't looked at the atom description in a while. Um, <laughs> But if I can get this hot enough to make something up there structurally unsound. Well, we're looking to mess this place up a bit. Something, something, things get messed up, including them. Mm, that's a good idea. Make a punch some holes in the in the rafters, maybe, so when... They go to set up up there, things collapse perhaps? Or or even like they would be easier to collapse. Right. All right. No, I do like that. Because if I'm up there, you know, making things structurally unsound, I am going to have to get down something. Well, we got a crane. I was going to say. That is fair. Well, one, yes. Uh, if you make it weak enough that a few hundred pounds of people sets it off, it's probably going to go off on its own. If you make it weak enough that maybe hit tapping it with a crane knocks them out, gets us a little bit more control over it. Here's my thoughts on this from a, like a game mechanic kind of way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys come up with a thing each on how, how you're going to like prep for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just tell me the rough positions of where everyone's stationed. For I this. think you control what happens with the NPCs, what they're setting up because there's a resistance also. Yeah, it's mostly they're mostly going to just be like hiding and then getting ready to ambush. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are any like traps or stuff, I'll let you do that, and it will give you like a like a temporary story point to use on that. All right. What What do you mean temporary story point? What I mean by that is that I will let you guys each come up with like one preparation. I'm assuming what you mean is like we each get like we can say it's happening now, and that's when that thing comes up. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. To make okay. it a little smoother, so you guys can like guile a little more. All right, do we have to plan out ahead of time or can we think of it in the moment and then say this is what Yeah, I'll let you plan. think of it in the moment if you'd prefer. Okay. But then I think I'm, I'll be a little bit easier working with that. Yeah, I'll give you three of those, one for each. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to have any more, just flip a story point. All right. Gotcha. Can we still do our, like, beforehand, like, I'm going to try to set up, connect myself to the controls for yes, the, you can absolutely the rails and the crane? And if that works, crane me up. Basically, what'll happen is... When you guys trigger one, I will have you then, like, elaborate how you did it. All right, I think I got a good idea for mine. Okay. 
so you all are, you know, starting to get things sort of set up a little bit and, and uh, like an hour or two into your waiting, um, you see two folks like, like one of you is, is near the one of the windows and Keaton's is near one of the windows and calls you over and you see two folks sort of like rounding up to the place and you see them and you see like they, they spot you and, and they give like big waves and it's the two, two members of the, the resistance that, that got sent over the underground. All right. What was the guy who kept saying Storm yeah, Bastille? Yeah, actually, no. Storm, <laughs> Storm, Storm Bastille is one of them. Steve, Steven, Storm Bastille is one of them. You know, fuck it. Make it Steven and Daniel just so it's the most confusing God combination we can get. That would be very funny. Um, yeah, it's Steven and Daniel. Great. Because <laughs> um, Daniel is just like roaring to like do some, you know. Well, he was the one that wants to fucking do the mock trial, yeah? Yeah. And Storm Bastille guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel is like, huh, you got ev- you got almost got everything set up yet? About as much as we can without knowing where they're gonna come in through. <laughs> you know, I thought that pansy fop would be coming with me, but uh, he says he's gotta run things back at base. Psh. Guys like that, am I right? I mean, if it keeps things running, did you want to go back to base and run things and let him be out here? God, no. Then I wouldn't complain. <laughs> He is utterly immune to your shade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Um, his well, the well-deserved shade. Anyway, the Storm Bastille guy is just like kind of muttering to himself Steve. at this point. Steven Storm Bastille. <laughs> um, whatever his last name is. His last name is Storm Bastille. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> whatever Storm is in French, that's his last name. Anyway. Yeah, and, and, and he's just sort of like muttering under his breath. But you know, you know what he's, you know what he's going to say. You know what he's thinking. He's thinking he's got a couple. He's got like a couple pints in him. Anyway, so so you all get set up and wait. We should have, we should have a car that it looks like we're going to meet in. I assume that's the one that Greg's just sitting in. Yeah, yeah. Where have you all posted up? Well, Greg's sitting in like a car that'd be pretty obvious to see him in. Yeah. Actually, wait. The set. One that's not the most obvious, but can still be seen if you're looking around. So it looks like he's at least trying to hide. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. Also, he's taken two doses of (laughs) painkiller. Good. (laughs) Just enough to take him exactly down to zero. Even with the reduction for each one? Yep. It's five and then four, which takes me sort of by nine. Okay, awesome. And then Steve. I mean, me or Storm Bastille? Uh, Storm Storm Bastille is sort of like hiding around. Uh, The Storm Bastille guy is shadowing uh, Greg a little bit. He's kind of like hiding himself behind one of the cars. Cadence is like up by the window where she spotted the two guys and she's like keeping an eye out to see how they're approaching. Mostly from the main entrance she's looking. Steve, I'm guessing you are up in the crane cabin. If I have to be there to control it. Uh, you do have to at least go there to connect to yeah. stuff. Well, yeah, I want to connect to stuff. Is Yeah, yeah, that's probably where I am. Okay. Yeah, you can like crouch down and sort of just hide there. Well, I don't want to hide there. I want to... Daniel shit. is there. Both um, Daniel and Storm Bastille. <laughs> Fuck. Daniel uh, and Stephen. Just go. Daniel and Stephen. <laughs> just go with the long form of our names, and we're just the short form. Yeah, both um, like are have like rifles there, and um, you see leaning up against the wall next to Cadence. She has like inner grip in one arm. She has like a Tommy gun looking kind of gun. All of them look like they are some kind of, like they are. They look like museum pieces. 
They most likely are museum pieces. In fact, the gun was was handed to Cadence by Daniel when he came. I thought you said by a mu- uh, museum curator. No, by Daniel, <laughs> who may or may not have been a museum curator. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Daniel is, is by Joe to sort of like keep him covered. Ollie, where are you? Can I triangulate my position <laughs> so that I... <laughs> okay, you need three other positions. Yeah. So that I am within medium distance of both Joe and Greg. Yeah, no, absolutely. Are you hiding or are you visible? I am hiding. All right, awesome. Um, yeah, so three of you are on the on on like the balcony top floor. Cadence, Daniel, and Joe in two groups. And then we have Ollie off to the side, Storm Bastille, and Greg, who are like down on the floor. Can I be laying on top of the like part of the crane that rides around on the rails that moves? Like on top of it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Calculator one hand, gun in the other. Yeah. Um you, you see uh Daniel is like he has the safety on his gun and he's like getting his like hook like situated so that it can like lock into a little little thing to, to hold it for him. Because he's got a hook hand, yo. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I keep track of my notes. Who the fuck do you think I am? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Webb. Where's Webb? I'm gonna say Webb Where is, is Webb. Webb is with Ollie. Like a little ways away from Ollie, like keeping keeping her covered. Gotcha. And the hours sort of like tick away. And, and you know, you kind of like restlessly do like your little prep and then get back in position and back and forth and back and forth until eventually Cadence, you see Cadence like make a sign with a couple fingers. And she takes her gun and like starts looking over the balcony. You see two figures. By this time, it is like afternoon. It's starting to get to be like that, like dark blue evening afternoon kind of color, just from like some of the screens have gone out. Things are just like a little bit darker as well. You hear some like rumbling from from the ceiling of the of the floor. And you see two people start to walk in through the entrance in like the like dark blue darkening sky. Like I said, there was like a bit of a rumbling coming from the, the ceiling of Vidrome Resorts. Every once in a while, a little bit of a drizzle starts. And two figures that have their hoods up walking in, you kind of can't actually make them out too well just because of like, you know, the light differential. But they start like walking actually somewhat, at least one of them's walking rather confidently. And the other one's sort of like trailing behind a little bit nervously. And they start start walking towards... Just just walking around trying to, like, look for, for something. Point of order, what time is it? It is three. All right, well, Greg's, like, not hiding that hard, so, like, if they're looking for something, they'll see Greg them. does see them. Mm-hmm. And you got, because you, you've kind of made sure to keep an eye sight of each other. So, yeah, when you, you saw Cadence make the sign, and mm-hmm. you saw them walk, start to walk up, kind of. Are you going to say anything, or... Have they noticed Greg? They have not yet. All right. They're sort of, like, looking around corners, kind of like... Do we have a radio frequency that is not known to them? Because we don't necessarily have a way to communicate right now, otherwise. You could have all just set it to a different frequency. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess we did that. All right. You have something you want to say then, or... No, I just thought if you saw them and you recognized them, but that's... 
All right, gang, that's them. Uh, I don't see the sneaky one yet. Keep an eye out. I want to give them like another half second. If they spot us, things are going to pop off anyway. But we need to know where that sneaky one is. Fair. You have Cadence like kind of like rushing around the top floor, like sneaking around, obviously, but like rushing around, trying to like look frantically to see if there's someone up there. And you just like turn and look at her as they're sort of like getting a little bit closer. You're kind of doing that thing because you're just not moving and just sitting there. You're kind of blending in just a little bit. So you can kind of see them sort of like futzing around, but not noticing you yet. Um, and you turn to look for a sec and, and Cadence is just like, like shaking her head. No, like she can't find. Uh, no, Ollie knows the time. So I couldn't say, can Greg have the watch and be like up and pacing? But you can pretend to have the watch. You know, you could have a watch. You, you could, uh, yeah, I guess Ollie has the watch. You're right. There's mm-hmm. no reason you can just be holding nothing. Look like a watch. I can just have Greg up and like, sort of like semi patient, facing impatiently. So he like gets up and starts pacing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looking decidedly not at them. I'm going to guess that you have picked like you're you're in a car, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a ceiling over you. Mm-hmm. Which is good for not getting shot. Yeah, you see them. And and they did you say they see you? That's kind of the intention of like movement draws their eye. Yeah, yeah, no. But they but again, I'm not looking at them. I'm trying to get them to like think they got the drop on me. Yeah, and, and both of them just sort of stop and he, you hear one of them turn to the other and start to go uh gee and then like the other one just cuts her off and start like motions her over to try and like get behind you and tells tells it and G, let's be real it's gene and ish yeah yeah um and gene motions to ish to try and like keep an eye out for her and you see she starts to like draw her shotgun and sort of try and like creep up the ladder up to the car to sneak up behind you. Let me know when she gets close enough that she's inside like inside the car about to shoot. She it takes her a while she's like looking around checks with with Ish if if Ish has spotted anything another little like furtive no and she she gets into the car. All right. So Greg doesn't turn around and says so, Jean, about that map you got. She just freezes. I found a lead. <laughs> and he turns around and looks at her. Now, again, I don't want this to be a fight. I never have. Do we have to do this? Hey there, y'all. It's Tori, your not-GM, filling in for Aaron this week. Hope y'all are doing well. We had to take just a bit of a pause there before this episode, just pulling together some production stuff on our end. But here we are with episode 27, and damn if it ain't a doozy. Unfortunately, not much to report this week, so our time together will be short. But the sooner we get you back to the episode, the closer we get to the climax of this whole arc, Last Resorts. It's actually been a couple of years coming on our end, and we are so glad you've joined us all the way to this point, and can happily guarantee there's a lot more exciting stuff coming your way once the arc finishes. Anyway, as always, if you like what you're listening to, 
give us a shout in our Discord or at SalvageCast on Twitter. Or maybe even recommend us to a friend. I don't know. Go wild. I'm not your dad. But for real, every message and every listen means the world to us as we keep working on this big goofy thing we've accidentally stumbled our way into doing. But anyway, anyway, that's about all I have to say this week. So let's get you back to the rest of the episode and to the rest of Last Resorts. Peace, y'all. She's kind of just a little frozen because she was not expecting getting like snuck up on like this. Like you could see on her face. She kind of made all of you out to be idiots. We are. (laughs) (laughs) Correctly made us out to be idiots. (laughs) In in all fairness. Look, Gene, I just learned about the Burning Rose stuff. We've been with Atlas for maybe two weeks and had no association with them beforehand. I'd love to get you guys part of the story. I really would. Can you not try to kill me this once? You shot me. You, you, you shot me too. Congratulations. We're even. I believe you stabbed me in the back first. Oh, wait, no, you shot me in the back. <laughs> Hard to remember. It was a bit of a blur. So do you want to call that even? Uh, and she goes and tries to take a shot. Great sort of size. She goes to try and take a shot. I'm I'm going to give you this. I'm you're you got the drop on her. I'm going to let you take an action first. Mm-hmm. If you want to put her in a, a, a situation where she's like more defenseless, you can. Can I make a proposal? Yeah. I want to say I've been moving the crane around doing nothing just to make it seem like there's activity. Okay. Oh my god, you, you, you that's that's how you helped Caden sneak a little bit. She like snuck it duck down behind the moving crane. A quick question. Is this the kind of crane that has a magnetic lifter? Yes. It's a crane in a train yard. It presumably lifts trains. It does. Um, and the, it, part of it being automated and not having any of the automatons there is probably because of the magnetic lifter. Mm-hmm. Like, Cadence kind of, like, has been keeping her distance from it whenever it's been powered on the whole time. And the train has a solid roof. Um, and her weapons are made of metal. So you wouldn't necessarily know... Yeah. If the crane was right above the roof. Oh my god. You want to blow your story point on setting a magnetic fucking thing on top of the train? Well, you have the first action. You have the surprise. I, I, I will let any of you take a, like a, a surprise action here. I feel Each like... Each of you kind of get one to pop off. So if I, if I grab the train and start lifting it, would Greg be able to get out first is my... I don't my... think that matters right now. Okay. Because I think her weapons are made of metal, so that would... <laughs> yes. And so are Greg's but I'm willing to give Greg a punch fight. A punch fight suspended in the air over Yes. Wow, that's fucking epic. Let's do this. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right, yeah. Spend, spend, spend your, that story your action. Spend my, my preparation. Your surprise. Mm-hmm. I, I turn that giant electromagnet crane on and thonk that train to it. Yeah, the train just like lifts up <laughs> and, and as it sort of does, you kind of get it at a bit of an angle at first in the door to the car just slams shut behind Jean as she starts to try and scramble out as this is happening. Mm-hmm. 
And she's just looking around frantically, like, what? 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 And I lift it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her 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 gun, and you could see, like, sliding out of the sheath, her sword as well, just sort of, like, rising under her, like, jacket and out, of, out from under her hood, just, like, up to the ceiling along with some, like, pocket, some tokens in her pocket, and, mm-hmm. like, there's some jewelry, a locket. And she's just, like, grabbing at the chain, especially the locket, and just, like, trying to, like, pull it down and just slips through her fingers. She says, what are you doing? I'm making sure you don't stab and or shoot me, Jean. We do not get on the best. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm just... Sit down, I'm waiting to talk. She just keeps standing. All right, you want to be like that? Look, I, I am just... Come on, I mean, do you, like... Jean, do do you da- even really need the map? <gasps> Yes, we're trying to get home. I, I, look, I, I don't have it. I don't. Yeah, there's another JB. I'm going no, to no, be no, so no, 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 no. She's going to try and roll to lie to you. All right. <laughs> Which I know is factually false. Exactly. That's what the fun is. Mm-hmm. She's going to get uh, two black dice on this, I think. Okay. What is your perception? It's not great, usually. Yeah, it's only two. I'm going to spend a story point to upgrade one of those to a red. That's super fair. A real story and, point. Yeah, a real story point. Yeah... Yeah. Three failures on Jean's part. Mm-hmm. You, and in fact, a disadvantage. So she doesn't know that you are... No. Look. <laughs> is, is the map that important to you? I'm just trying to get a girl home, Jean. What is Ish doing? Uh, what is Ish doing? Yes, you can all see that. Oh, Ish is, has, has had the, the shit startled out of her because she's just like... Trying to like keep a lookout for people a little ways away from from Ish, and as soon as the magnet went on full strength like that, she's just like leapt away from it. And you hear like a little squeak, and then suddenly you see she starts like being dragged towards it, just like a little bit, little bit, little bit, and and Ish is like trying to like grab at stuff frantically to try and keep from getting lifted by this thing. And as soon as the magnet goes full strength, Joe, your like cadence is up by you at this point. Okay. Um. And, and like she just like like almost trips for a sec and like doubles over and you can see she's like she's not being dragged or anything but you can she's got like holding her hands her fingers to her head like she's got like a massive headache and she's like doubled over a little and as soon like Daniel maybe like tries to like like take an interest in it and she just like waves them waves them off. Should I? Can I? Is she? She's close to me though, right? Yeah. Can I like lean over and be like, what? Is there something wrong? Are you? She waves you off, too. She's just like, it's it's fine, it's fine. All right, Gene, so you're going to keep trying to bullshit me, or... Look... Or I, are you just buying time till the sneaky one tries to stab me again? Uh, this is your chance to give me your side of the story. I've asked multiple times. I'm willing to bet this is going to be the last one. Can we just please get out of this without someone trying to kill each other? Because this time I feel like someone's going to succeed. Well, not, not the highest estimation of your own abilities, huh? She just gives her a look. She's kind of frantic. She, look, like, do you know how much harm that thing's going to do? No, because no one will tell me. You keep shooting me. What What, what do you think opening up all the floors is going to do? It's just going to have SecureSoft stomping right in. You do realize that there's three SecureSoft agents in this floor that had not been mapped right now. High-level agents. They're going to go to the Holy Motor Corporation next. That's where I came from. These places were not mapped before. SecureSoft is already getting around. It is not the maps, it is SecureSoft. 
they get around. It is what they do. Securesoft, they get around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of their long-running promotions. It was a it was a logo for a while. It was it was their logo. Their first logo. Their first slo- new slogan after the fall of the city. So just mm-hmm. a purely shitty automated slogan mm-hmm. for literally no one. Mm-hmm. Securesoft, they get around. So tell me, on these closed-off floors, when you see Securesoft, what was your excuse for them being there? All these other horrible things. They don't stop existing, Gene. If anything, no one about them lets people avoid them. Yeah, it's because this floor didn't close anything off. How are you closing it off, Gene? That map, we did not have that map to get here. Like, the tracks exist. You just take a shot into nowhere. But eventually, those shots happen. Securisoft has infinite time. They don't age like us. They can, they can spread however. If they lose some people, who cares? They'll make more. They don't need a map. They can take shots in the dark forever, and they will find everything. What is the map going to hurt? Is it going to be people? Because there's the commission's already here. People fight each other all the time. Who is it hurting, Gene? Could it open up a floor that lets people escape from bad situations? I'm not saying it's going to be all positive. I'm not saying it is. But knowledge won't hurt people in this instance, to my mind at least. And is it worth killing people over? Is it really? And she kind of stops at that. And she's kind of hesitant, like she's thinking. And she says something. She starts to say, she starts to like, start to say something and kind of stops herself. And then you just hear her say, I don't give a shit about this floor. I just give a shit about Bastille. And by this point, she's kind of used her hesitance and she just throws a punch right at you. All right. Well, good on you, Gene. At least you're honest. <laughs> We're getting that magnet mm-hmm. train suspended crane fight. <laughs> I know. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, a fist fight is far less lethal than the shotgun and progressive rapier. Oh, Aaron. Fight. We're in melee. I'd use the chainsaw. Yeah. Side note. You, you don't have the chainsaw on no, you. Everything's on the ceiling for both of us. You, did you have the chainsaw in there with you? I have everything on me. I'm expecting No, I mean, did you leave it in the, in the thing, given that this might be a thing that happened? No. Okay. Greg has all his stuff with him. Okay. Because he can't count on when Joe's going to do it with shit. <laughs> yeah, side note. <laughs> one of the things that freaked her out is just like rising behind, like from somewhere behind you. A chainsaw just like rises up with everything else. She's like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, a chainsaw, a fire axe, and a fucking shotgun that she knows hurts a lot. Yeah. Greg was ready. <laughs> all right. In that is nothing, absolutely nothing. Fantastic. Yeah, she like takes a swing at you and just like the whole car just like swings and throws off her fun. Oh, not even that. Like the whole thing swings and she throws it, and you just sort of like step back a bit, and it just goes right past you in the like the air right in front of you. It's your turn, I guess. All right. This is just like a one-on-one thing that's sort of <laughs> happening. Which is great. I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. Ish is like, at this point, Ish is like very clearly being dragged towards the like the bottom of the train car and, and like has grabbed onto a railing and is like every once in a while, like almost losing her grip with one arm. Like at this point, feet off, Ish's feet are like off the ground. Ish is just like hanging on. And you just hear like a muffled like, Jean. Gene! So I'm going to take uh, use defensive stance because now Greg's getting into a fist fight. Okay. So that's one strain and upgrade the difficulty uh, by one whenever she hits me for next round. Yes. Or melee. Mm-hmm. 
And it's always two for uh, punching, yeah? Yes. Oop, shit, almost lost that one. Three successes, two advantage. Three successes, two advantage. I'm going to critter. <laughs> you, wait, you can crit on two? Oh, wait, no, it's fist. That, it's it's a crit fist, four. bud. I'm so used to the fucking shotgun. I know. Mm -hmm. You do have all those nice qualities on it. Yeah, he's got knockdown on his fists. Do I have knockdown on my fists? Fists inherently have like a couple qualities. I was going to say, yeah, can I just use knockdown? Yes. Do you still have the critical that gives you extra? E oh, yeah, I do. That's two more damage. That's a mi six plus three, so that's... Critical rating of five. Okay. Brawn rating is the damage. A range of engaged, of course. And the knockdown item quality. So, right. yes. So, I'm knocking can... her down? Oh, yeah. So, you, 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 you hit her with that knockdown. So, I just basically, f like, step back, then step in and just floor her. Uh, hook her jab. I think it's just straight cross into the face. Okay. All right. That'd be nine total damage. Y yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, soak and all that. She goes, like, straight as a board for a sec and, like, staggers. Like, you punch her, like, right in the face. Yeah, I'm going for non-lethal. Uh, so yeah, of stun. course. So stun? Yeah. Okay. It's still affected by soak, but yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, you, like, bop her right in the face. Mm -hmm. She's, like, bleeding from her nose a little bit. It's not broken, but, like, you got her good. Mm -hmm. And she, like, has to step back. She's kind of, like, staggered and she tries to, like, bring her, like, fists up again to try and have another go. And I'm going to give her another turn before we then get to the outside situation. Do I get a turn two or? Yes. Good. What does defensive stance do again? Upgrade the difficulty by one, just because that only had one rank in it. Okay. Ooh, I forgot to mark down my strain for that. Yeah. Side note, she is not handicapping her punches like you are. I know. Okay. Okay. She has a single strain and two, two successes. All right. What do you want that strain? What, what do you want that uh, threat to be? Isn't she prone though? Oh shit! You're right. well. She, she that would just been her movement though. Yeah. Yeah. She takes the strain to like hop herself back up. I think just making that strain like getting her up. She, like, like, oh yeah, yeah. Like she had to like get up quick. Maybe like banged her head a bit. She gets up quick and like was she was not ready to do that given how like disoriented she is and she gets like stumbles a little bit, gets nauseous. And like the train's still swaying, so yeah, it throws off yeah. balance. Um, and then she, she's too kind of disoriented to like get you in the face good. And she gets you like two jabs, like in, in your like stomach chest area, trying to hurt you just as she like gets up. All right. And she actually does get you. For? That is. Oh yeah. It's six. All right. I know that's just <laughs> one. It's one. Mm -hmm. And it is physical damage though. It's wounds. Yep. Gene, are you, do you really want to do this? <laughs> Come on. How does this help Bastille, Gene? <laughs> Certainly doesn't help giving you the fucks the map. All right, yeah. Burning the map will sure get secure itself out of Bastille. Well, yeah. what are you going to do with it? Just activate all the systems and, and, and reintegrate control of the city? I mean, that'd be lovely. I don't think so. But it would be nice to be able to get around when secure itself comes around, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's how it'd go. All right, Gene. He just looks kind of sad. I was going to punch her. Do it. <laughs> I might actually give this one more round because it's getting interesting. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. All right. And defensive stance again. Just. Yeah. Fucking keep these ones on there because I'm only going to be using these. Oh, I'm sorry, Gene. <laughs> what did you get? All right. So that is four successes, two uh -huh. advantages, and a triumph. 
What do you want to spend all of that on? Okay, so that's that's, that's ten stuff p- canceling out. Yes. Oh, holy you can shit. critical now. I feel like that would be appropriate. Yeah. I don't know what else I'd use the triumph for. Like, yeah, th- I mean, it would be the only thing to actually get you to that critical anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, that's and, a two advantage? Two advantage? It was two advantage, right? I, my, my move my dice, so I can't reach out. Oh, yeah. yeah um, then, so that's knocked down again. Yeah, I figured you'd want to use that knockdown again. Just, she gets up again. <laughs> she gets up again. Yeah. I like to think that, like, he takes a bit of a hit, but as she's coming in, he just, like, coming in with his... Like the same fucking right cross same, again. Yeah, same, like so, yeah. she just sort of runs face first into it. He takes the hit to hit her back. Yeah. So that's ten damage and a critical and knockdown. All right, let's talk in knockdown. Yeah, she's knocked Stun. prone. Damn it! Um, mm-hmm. Let's roll. Somebody else is getting a critical for a change. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> once, is Greg getting her back? Yeah. Um. It's almost like this is exactly what he was built for. Punch fights. <laughs> One-on-one punch fights locked in a train in midair. Oh, holy What'd she get? shit. She got an 86. Holy oh, shit. Alrighty. So that's a 66 for her. 66. Scattered senses. Target removes all boost dice from all skill checks unless injury is healed. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, compromise would have also been good, because that would have been the 86. Increased difficulty of all skill checks by one until injury is healed. Either yeah. one of them would have been perfect for this situation. Yeah, and one of the things you kind of noticed as you're getting this fight with her, like, where you hurt her before, she's completely unscathed, like, the many, many other times you guys fought. Mm-hmm. Like, you shot her in the side. And you can tell, she is not moving like somebody that was hurt like that. She, somehow she was okay. She's reeling right now. Greg just incredibly jealous of that power. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg, who is practically stapled together right now. Yep. Um, yeah, and you just bop her again, um, like right in the face again, and she just like staggers back and like has to sit down in one of the like seats on the trolley and puts her arm back against it to like prop herself up and just like has to like shakes her head to like try and get it clear a little bit and she's just she's seeing double gene i said we don't need to fight like what is this proving look look, i don't don't know what backwards floor you're from salvage i don't know or or the salvage yard salvage real the north north salvage who gives a shit i do you know what (laughs) yeah some fucking backwoods some some fucking like podunk bullshit place like look look you know what? The city being broken like this, that's a fucking gift. Why would you even look that in the mouth? Have you seen anything of what this city was like before? What this whole fucking place was like before? Yeah, it sucked, Gene. And people are having to live with that. And nothing's ever going to get better if we keep hiding in little holes. Sooner or later, the big bad monster comes and kills everyone. It happened to Bastille. It's about to happen to fucking the Holy Motor Corporation. It's happening here in about five years. Securisoft's going to purge this whole place. I know you said you don't give a damn. You only give a damn about that steel. What? Securisoft's going to purge this whole fucking floor in five years. And that was with or without that damn map you're so careful about. The, the, whole, the whole Bastillion Quarter? This floor? But you only care about Bastille. So it doesn't matter, does it? All these people that were from Bastille, they're going to die, but they're not in Bastille. It doesn't matter. I care about them. Of course I care about them. Then what are you doing? You're fighting people who are against Securisoft. Securisoft's already in Bastille, Gene. 
And do you think it's going to get any better in there? She takes a, like, uh, grabs, like, a bottle in her pocket. It looks like some kind of, like, clear gel or something. And, like, downs it. And throws the glass on the ground. It's like, fuck off. And tries to punch you again. All right. Upgrade that difficulty. Am I am I able to see into the train? You're on top of the magnet, so yeah, I you feel can like see no. into the train. you're just hearing us yell at each yeah, other. Yeah, you're like hearing that. the yelling, and, and uh, Daniel is just like, sounds like a productive conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut back in, and she is like taking a swing at you. Um, gonna get a blue die on this. No, she's not. You're right. <laughs> she will not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she. Woof. Woof. Okay, she fails, but she gets to advantage. All right. And I know exactly how that's going to go down. All right. She, like, tries to, to throw a hook at you again and just, God, again, just completely whiffs it through the air um, and, and ha- kind of, like, stumbles onto, like, w- the seat on the other side a little bit closer to you. And she's like, seriously, just, just shut the fuck up. Just fuck off. And just takes her maneuvers. She gets a bonus one. She has to stand up. I knocked her down. She does. She stood up. She used a maneuver to do that. Mm -hmm. Took the strain. Got, you know, for the extra thing. She took an extra thing. She takes the momentum of it and sort of like tumbles out of like the open window of of, of the side of the car. And like grabs onto the side of it. Oh shit. You doing all right down there? Did that plan go great for you? Yeah, well, eat an ass and just let's go. All right, have a nice trip. Yeah, she she proper th- thuds like onto the roof of like an adjacent car. That's how far, how far down is that drop? It's not. This is not like the tallest, tallest warehouse. It's it's still a solid drop because you've mm-hmm. got the crane and then you've got the magnet and the car underneath. So like, y- it's not like you've lifted it all the way up to the ceiling. But that is probably like I know you're going to give me some like this is how da- how how falling actually works, Stephen. No, I you're making a case for me to do something else. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're our now she's out. We are at the point where oh he'll need to do things. It can't just be the Greg show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she's not out. Mm-hmm. All right, she no, but out of the car. No, that's true. She's out of the car. She she crashes down onto the thing, like like maybe like five or six feet. It's not a good fall. And you like the thing dents in. I dropped the train on her. What? <laughs> what? Dan can easily survive. Greg can easily survive a six foot fall inside a train. <laughs> well, it's going to be more than six feet. It's six feet from the side to the up top of the other train car, then a full train car elevator. I'm sorry, elevator to the ground. Yeah. Like, well, that, that, that train that I'm dropping you on will, will cushion your blow. Point of order. Where's Ish? Is this on the bottom of the of this car? Ish is still, still being like pulled toward being the pulled. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ish is not under the car now. Okay. Yeah, it, but Ish is still just restraining being Maybe like Maybe I, I radio and I'd be like, sorry, Greg. No, you... you still, After and then, I drop it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, sorry, Greg. You, you, like, you, you feel the whole thing move and then it just lets go. And in that couple moments of weightlessly, you just hear, sorry, Greg. Damn it, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, I'm going to spend a story point to let her take a roll. This, she is actually quite good at. 
was about to ask, how many ranks of vicious is a train car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and then the whole thing just comes crash. Like, like as the thing, as the as the uh, magnet moves, Ish is like a lot more out of range of it, and she's and she, and she gets like her feet get back on the ground, and she's like breathing heavy, like trying to keep herself upright. Yeah, the train car just smashes right down, and I spend a story point. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Oh wow. Yeah. Holy shit. She did good. She did really good. She got six. She got five successes. Yeah. So she takes the damage from smacking down in there like that, in the strain and all that, and has to take the strain to grab a maneuver and just roll herself off before the thing comes down, and it just smashes right down through the other train car. Please roll me a resilience roll, Daniel. What am I rolling against? I'm going to give you a difficulty. I'll give you a difficulty three on that. I'm going to have to reroll one of these greens. And uh, disadvantage because you're inside the fucking thing. All right. So one black die? Yeah. Two. Can I have a green dice from somebody? Yeah, Gene is currently unarmed. Yeah. And that locket. All right. Wait, all, all the weapons are falling too. Mm-hmm. Yes, all the weapons are falling too. So that is one success. Dodge out of the way of that sword, bud. That is one success and two disadvantage. Success and two disadvantage. Okay, yeah. Yeah, all the stuff falls and you fall. You're caking double strain on that. I'm sorry. That's four strain. Is that four strain doubled to eight or two uh, strain doubled to four? Actually, you're sorry. Uh, it's six strain total. Six strain total. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm tripling it. Because that, that's insane. What, mm-hmm. what just happened is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. So it just smashes down and you da, like... Da, 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 <laughs> yes, crazy train. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and like smack your head against the back of the, the, the floor. And like the stuff on the ceiling just starts like falling down, falling down. Um, and you have to like throw yourself out of the way as like, especially Jean's sword like comes down, point down into the ground. It rolls away from Gene's sword, rolls again away again from his axe. Yeah, in the chainsaw. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just for the weight of it. Um, your shotgun goes off. I feel like that was half like the strain he was just like, I nearly got killed by my own gun. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. As like, and it takes three wounds as well. Three wounds? Okay. Yeah, this thing is just... This like, is, no, I'm, no, no, two I assume wounds, that's unresisted. Two wounds, I'm sorry. Un, un, unresisted. Okay. Only two, sorry. That's fine. Um, no, I just wanted to just because it was just such a ludicrous scenario. No, you dropped me. I mean, he dropped me in a train. I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, luckily the top train survives, but the it gets crumpled in some. But the bottom train's completely wrecked. Uh, the shotgun goes off and just blows half the side of one of this train car off, mm-hmm. and you just go fuck. And as the magnet turns off, um, Cadence like shakes her head and, and and picks herself up to sort of look at what's happening, and just like. Because she can't say anything, but you can just see her eyes go wide, Joe. And she shoots you the the nastiest look possible. Greg would be too, but he can't see right now. Yeah. I'm just like, Greg's probably fine. Don't even worry about it. You hear a stream of curses coming from inside the car. He's fine. See, I told you. <laughs> but uh, Gene got out. I point Cadence to where Gene is running, probably. Yeah, Greg just like slowly pulls out his radio. All right, gang, game's up. Let's get this party started. Yeah, she is, like, struggling to, like, run. Ish is freaking out at this point. Oh, yeah, Jean can't find Ish either. And is, like, looking around, trying to find her as she runs. Ish is freaking out. And you can see Ollie 
You're the one that sees this. Joe does not. I don't see what? This. What's common. Okay. As like the little flickering red light just starts like, fli- like, like as, as she hyperventilates that like, you see like this reflection of this red light just sort of like grow and grow and grow and grow like manically. She, like, cause she obviously saw like, at this point, everyone saw Joe like, they all saw you in the booth, right? He's on top of the... I'm hiding on top of the crane. So, <laughs> like, no, so they yeah. still saw him. Like, yeah, so just they saw you them. on top of the crane. And she just turns, and that, like, red light just sort of, again, you can't see any of her face, you just see the red light, and it just kind of, like, comes to a point, and then just fires this beam of this thing, like, right at you. But kind I, of like, and you can, and, and Ollie, you're kind of down on the ground close enough, you can kind of just hear her kind of, like, a little distorted, like, scream a little bit. Like, like out of, like, fear and frustration and just hurt. So I'm not able to see that. You're about to be able to, you just can't. Yeah, like... you didn't see that to, like, oh, shoot, it's coming at me. Okay. So you do your, like, little, hey, sorry, Greg, and, like, the whole thing. Greg does his message out, mm-hmm. and then this comes at you. Oh, okay, and? What do? What I'm asking is, do you want to dodge? Because I know that's one of your actions. I thought you were about to say, do you want to die? <laughs> also, do you want to die? Are you prepared? Uh, Perhaps. Not right now. I mean, maybe later. Come oh. on, bud. Just, so, do you want to dodge or not? Like, is this the, like, the wide city-destroying beam? Yeah, this is, this is a beam. laser. This is it is coming one. at you. Do you want to be hit by the laser? I, I mean, more in the sense of, do you want to, like, use your dodge maneuver? I have an idea. Okay. okay. What's your idea? Let's, come on. I'm gonna... I'm on top of the crane. Yes. Oh, boy. The crane probably has, a like, a thick cable down to the magnet. Yes. It's probably greased, because it's a pulley. We're just gonna grab on it and slide down like a fire pole. Okay, but are you going to use your dodge maneuver or not? Presumably, I have to, to do that. No, I mean, Basically, like, that's, that's how he's using his um, dodge that's maneuver. That's how I'm dodging. how you're doing it? Okay. I see that it's... She's gonna fire at the top of the crane, so I leap off and slide down the... And that increases the difficulty of the shot? By one, I believe, because I only okay. have one. Yeah, absolutely. One rank in it. Two. Really? That including the dodger? No. How? So it's two black dice. I have one from armor and one from the deflective plating. Okay. So it uh, fails by one, but gets like eight advantage. Okay. That's going to be interesting. Yes! Very and I know exactly what, what it's going into. Is it dropping a magnet on Greg? <laughs> no, it's going into strain. All right. Yeah, you throw yourself down this thing. What were you saying? You were like sliding down a pole? Yeah. <laughs> throw yourself over and slide down this thing yeah. to try and get away. You just, ba- it just barely misses you. And you can just see it fire off just a hole where the crane used to be. Like the arm of the crane, uh-huh. just gone. A, the bit of the ceiling, right? Just gone. The the bit of the ceiling of the floor itself, just a huge explosion amongst the CRT TVs, in in like a far corner of 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 the Vidrom Resorts, and just like the explosion goes off, and you just see like clusters of CR television screens just like crumbling down and just like plopping into the water and onto like onto one of the islands down there, and just. Like there's spillowing smoke. Yeah, the, just the whole nine yards, Stephen. I would like to spend my story point. Please do. You said her laser went up through the ceiling. Yes. 
She said she wanted to weaken the beams of where where some of where some of the rafters have already been weakened. Yes, okay. You you so you're using your thing. Yes. Okay. And tell me what it is. What are you doing with it? I am have a couple thoughts. Uh one of them Uh-huh. Well, I'm I'm going with the presumption that Pipra is not up there. If Pipra was up there, then I would want her to to get dropped. There would be no way of you being able to tell if Pipper was up there. Yeah, there's there's no way of, yeah. of me being and able to And Ollie's already weakened them, so it's not... You'd only be able to use it to, like, set up a thing to pull inside the thing, not on the outside of it. Gotcha. Just to make this real hard for Ish, I want it to fall on Jean. Ooh. Okay. Going for the emotional damage, I like All it. All right, um, I'm going to roll to get out of dodge for Jean again. <laughs> What's your mechanics, Tori? Well, I have two ranks in mechanic in mechanics and four intellect. So that's two purples and two reds. Okay. God damn, she is good at acrobatics. She gets again five successes and one threat. What do you want the threat to be? So she fires off this huge fuck off laser, and some of the um uh, metal beams in the ceiling just groan and creak away and fall. Right onto Jean, who somehow manages to acrobatics her way out of the way. But can I have Ish suffer that strain? Okay, if you want it to be strained, I'd also let you pin her. That's better. And it pins her. Somehow she's uninjured, but like pinned yeah. to the ground. Or you could have her drop something important. Hmm. I mean, Greg currently has her locket. I like having her pinned. Pin? All I right. think that works. Yeah. Do you have like a, a way of triggering it or just I guess it just gets triggered from the laser? That's that's what my thought was. Okay, yeah. And the corrugated beam or the, the, the plate, whatever, the material the ceiling's made out of just like tumbles through the rafters and just Jean just sees it like coming and just like, oh shit. And just like kind of throws herself to the side and mostly misses her but then some it knocks over like one of the the train cars and like some of the like the crates and stuff that are piled up around them and just she's just buried under them and you can see she's sort of just like caught from the from the waist down and as that happens like the laser continues just going and it hit that spit the ceiling and it exploded um joe you are taking eight strain <clears throat> as the like the heat on your back from this laser you can like feel it burning okay like some of like your 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 coats are singed if honestly if they weren't so damp they would probably be on fire but instead you are just filthy and disgusting so i'm i'm like steaming literally. yes a steaming cup of joe <laughs> <laughs> um and as you see that you just hear like a huge just, just a crash of like again more of these CRT sets just dropping down like again in, in like clusters and chunks you can see like like all the like cabling and stuff kind of like roots that were holding them into the ceiling just falling away behind them and you see like some kind of like material lattice like like some superstructure up there and you just there's like a breach and you just hear the warping of it and before where there were like occasional drizzles it just collapses open and you just see like a like water pouring f from this like hole in the ceiling, like just a constant 
upstream and you feel the like fans underwater and in the air, just like the whole system that is the visual resources, like struggling to deal with this huge influx of water. Um, the, most of the screens go mostly dead for a bit. Um, and then just all like dark static again, instead of like the lighter blue screens and like the, the, the thunder just starts in earnest and rapidly. And it just starts pouring. Like, mo- like that, that sort of sudden onset monsoon style raining just starts pouring right now. So I assume the commission noticed that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. And now I guess this is the time where we all officially roll initiative. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Seems like it. Yeah. Oh, wow. We get the honor of drowning a whole floor, guys. Hey. How many times in a lifetime do you get to do that? Once in a lifetime. I'm going to say this. It, it is not currently at that level. It's like it is a hole. It started. It's a big enough one. But also, this whole floor is just utterly massive. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it'll be a while. You're going to raise the sea level a little bit for, for the moment. It'll be five years. <laughs> oh, no. No. We shortened it by a month. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we are what the prophecy foretold. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, who goes first? Gene. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or any of the NPC slots, but Gene. I'm gonna go for 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 Gene on this one because Ish is just just like double. Ish Ish has just like sort of fallen back a little bit from this thing from from, from the shot, and is just like every once in a while that like that red kind of like sparks from like her or just her face area, like from the mechanisms. But it's but it's like a like like where before like build up a little bit or whatever. It's just like it's just a spark, but nothing happens, mm-hmm. and she's just crying. Jean ends up like just picking herself up, having to take the the the, the strain for that. And you notice you notice something, Greg, as you like get up and are like trying to get around. She's like before where you like clearly there was like some cuts, there was some bleeding on her face from when where you pun- when you punched her. They have like closed up or some. And, and and you notice it sort of started to happen after she like drank from that thing. Well damn, gotta get me some of that. Um yeah, so 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 Jean Jean I'm gonna have it, she rushes over and like some of her stuff got sort of like thrown out of like the windows and especially that hole that your shotgun blew. And she tries to like she, she goes to scoop some of it up. Wasn't she pinned? Yeah, she had to yeah, use the maneuver. She, she for used that. the maneuver for that. It took the strain for it, and then she What's rushed she over. Doing on strain, bad. Mm-hmm. Well, she she took a bunch, and then she took something to recover it, and then got the shit kicked out of her again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like goes and is like she she the, grabs her locket, grabs her sword, can't find her gun, sees your gun, almost goes for it but re- realizes she can't reach it and just like taps around her pockets to see if she's got something on it in it and and real and you just see like oh fuck and she tries she, she sees you and just tries to i guess she's just there and you see she's she's going to try and make a run for it but like she clearly like oh fuck where is it about something mhm well it is Greg's initiative slot so he should really go right now so she's got to be at least short range for me yeah Oh no no no! She's um. She gra- just me- grabbed her stuff. Greg was right there. You got thrown around a bit, though. But I was still in the, the car. car. Yeah, that's true. All right, I'll give Which you short range. Where her stuff was. 
All right. Last chance, Gene. Did I tell you to fuck off? All right. Ish, ish. Honey, where are you? Can I have a story point that have Greg have the chainsaw in his hand? If that's what you want, yes. Oh my god. I tried doing this nice. <laughs> okay. Story point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw one yeah, my way. I'll yeah, I'll mark it down in a sec. Greg just sort of revs it and just runs at her. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, what's her reaction to you that? You need to take a strain to get no, you don't no, I'm short no. range. Yeah, short range. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Can you make a chainsaw do stun damage? <laughs> no. Or strain, I mean. No, I can't. <laughs> but I can make it do sunder if I r- roll good. Fair. This is going to get really interesting. Yes. Oh, I'm... this is a real f- fucker all, huh? Mm-hmm. Greg tried to be nice about this. All right. All right. You are rolling. That's oh, two purples. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, right. Adversary. It is two reds and a black die. Awesome. Because she's got the fence. Mm-hmm. Actually, two black die. I'm actually, sorry. I because she has the sword as well. I should have been actually rolling against reds for the, for the punching earlier because I forgot Nemesis. Um, I'm going to let that off off the hook because you disoriented her. Mm-hmm. Just that, for... And let's be real, we're not going back and redo with the rolls. Yeah, we're not. Oh my god, no. It wouldn't have changed much anyway. Mm-hmm. And because it was awesome. Yeah. Alright, so that is two successes. Yeah, two successes, two advantage. Two successes, two advantage? With a chainsaw. Okay. I mean, I mean, look, you're you're gonna hurt her. I'm not gonna say you're gonna like you're not gonna fucking run her through with it. How much damage is it? Total nine damage. Can I sunder her sword with those two advantage? You can damage it. And sunder is just a level of damage. Yeah, so it has a couple stages of how yeah. sundered it will get. Yeah. I think it's like three stages. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, so how much damage and nine total damage and sundering the sword. Okay. Yeah. It's also Pierce 2. Make that 8 damage. I forgot to roll a black die for the inaccurate uh, quality. 8? Okay. Yeah, so it's 8 damage total. It still succeeds in hitting. Alright. You just looking for Sunder? Oh, uh, no. I'm looking for a, a talent that she has. Okay. Yes. What's the talent? Parry. Alright. Okay, yeah. She manages to, like, just, like, mostly deflect... With her sword, she's mostly able to sort of, like, deflect and parry your your chainsaw. But you do still get her a little bit. Um, You said it was eight? Eight total damage, pierce two. Pierce two? All right, yeah, so she takes takes four wounds on that. And takes some and takes some serious strain as she, like, moves this thing. Like, like the force of having to move it, like, almost dislocates her shoulder. That's where some of the wounds are coming in, mm-hmm. in the strain. And, and she, 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 like, yells a little bit. And then brings her sword close to her again. Whose turn is it next? That's why I'm taking the train for defensive stance. Okay, yeah. Okay. It's it's uh the gang. Oh, the gang! I would mm-hmm. like to say, I would just really love to see a sword v chainsaw fight. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's happening, and it's really good. I have mm-hmm. no idea how you deflect a fucking chainsaw with any kind of sword. Like, I feel like you mostly slow it down from coming down yeah. while you're yeah. getting out of the way. This just seems like a hilarious fight. I mean, if chainsaws can like catch in a in like a but fucking you do that tree, sunder, right? Yes, I do. And, apply the sunder and, and to doing those. that, like you can you can feel the things just just almost start to give under you from it. And she's like, "Fuck!" Um, and then buh, 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 the gang, the gang. <laughs> the gang takes a shot. All right. Yeah. So they all start. They see this whole thing going on. Ish thing freaks everybody out, but. I don't think anyone knows what to do about that. Mm-hmm. 
because um, basically for everyone else who was paying attention to the gene fight, it's just and then suddenly there was a laser from somewhere and oh shit. So so <laughs> so so Storm Bastille guy goes and she like is trying to look for the source of the the laser or whatever because he's down on the ground and this is actually really fun and Cadence Cadence and Daniel pop out from behind the railing of the of the balcony from behind cover and just like shoot down at at Jean because she's exposed because at this point I feel like that's what you know I forget how does shooting into a melee work I think it just increases difficulty I think it, it I think it upgrades the dice yeah on a despair you hit friendly or something like that yep. And so it's so so um Cadence with with her Tommy gun and, and the the little carbine little rifle with Daniel and they're just shooting down at you. Mm-hmm. Um God, if Daniel kills Greg, this will be amazing. So this is going to be wild. All this right. is a crazy fucking roll. Fucking lovely swingy dice. No advantage, no disadvantage. Fail by one. Oh boy. But triumph. Alright. Um so 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 Jean sees them about to sort of like shoot at her and kind of like ducks and, and, and weaves out of the way. In fact, using you to kind of like cover her. But on that triumph, does anyone want to do anything with that triumph? Could I catch whatever Jean's looking for out of the corner of my eye while she's dodging? She was patting her pockets. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Uh, so, so like you see the spray of, of, um, there's there's a single shot from from Daniels and from the Tommy gun. It's just a spray, and like you can see, like some of the sand and dust are like kicking up each each time it hits. Um, in behind Jean, kind of amongst the stuff away from the stuff she was looking through. Like I'm gonna make it long distance away. You see it laying there, half buried in the sand at this point. It's the map cartridge. All right, and you see it kind of because like the cadence shots sort of lead you, you lead the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Jean does not know it's there because she's getting shot at. Who goes next? Other mystery. Okay, uh, this is a good one. You hear sirens in the background due to the explosion. You found sense. a really good way to make some noise. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Man, the response time in this place fucking fantastic. The cops are shit. Man, response time. Mm, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who's next? Uh, it's Joe's slot. I mean, slot. it's the only thing that runs on time in de facto fascism. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, should Joe go, or should does Tori have something that might be better? I have an idea. It's not like the, the side note. The sirens aren't like gathering around you. They're just like rising. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe can go. All right. Uh, you said there were two cranes in the beginning. There is just the one. There's the two balconies. Okay. There's there's the one crane. You do have access to the computer system. Which gives you control over other systems in the... I, my backup plan is worse. Okay. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, as I'm sliding down, I should be able to see where Ish is, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to start rearranging the tracks to point to her and then send trains there. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, like side note. We just went from... Isn't it a DM3 at this point? Uh, yeah. Who else... Tori spent one. Well, wasn't that her? I spent my that my actual one. My sorry, my surprise one. Oh, oh, oh no, you're right. I, mm-hmm. And then I spent one back. You're right. Mm-hmm. I like how we had the whole not gonna murder, right? I was We're gonna try to not to murder. And Joe's just like, I'm going to one crash a train car into another train car through gravity 
and probably kill maybe my friend even. Mm-hmm. Though I know he is looking out for you. And, and two, I'm going to hit this very unstable person who's otherwise harmless with like dozens of trains. This otherwise harmless person it has just about sealed the fate of this floor that we're on. And to so to be fair, Joe was asleep. Yeah, and I never. I, That's right. true. He wasn't was there for the that. ethical. Mm-hmm. And to be um, fair, Greg is almost entirely aiming to get rid of her sword. Oh no, I I know. Greg is aiming to like see if he can do this nonviolently, enforce the issue. Joe is just like fuck it, I guess danger mode. Greg has a chainsaw. Clearly, it's kill time. Yeah, fucking let's do this. <laughs> so as I'm sliding down from before, I'm gonna start like trying to redirect the tracks. Uh, roll me a computers on that. What difficulty? That is going to be difficulty three. With a red die for one of those. Four success, two threat on that. And I also want to do two other things which are incidentals. I'm going to spend my human surprise story point to activate heroic recovery or strain recovery. For Joe? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to, I think I'm going to activate bad habit as well. And I think what I'm going to do this time is like pull out like, a packet of emergency noodles and like rip them open with my teeth and just like chug the package of dry noodles. Okay, you got to have a better habit than that. All right, I'm, the habits. No, are just he's eating. only eating the flavor packets. Yes, the flavor packet. God damn it! I could. The alternate is I could take my bottle, the one of the mystery bottles I have left, which is either like windshield washer fluid or something, and think it's my alcohol bottle and take a sip of that. That is an alternate. Point. You know what? Go for it. I like it. that. I that's, like right, that. That's yeah. better. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. It, yeah, explicitly the windshield wiper fluid because yeah. he used the mouthwash. I grab, I grab the bottle that I think is my alcohol. I take a sip and be like, I need this. Drink it and go, oh shit. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to do something, Steve. All right. I'm rolling the D percentiles for a 50-50 roll. And we're going to find out which one you grab. Remember, that's the rule of mystery bottles. It's antifreeze or windshield wiper fluid. Exactly. Okay. Both yeah. great. One of those is way worse. High is windshield yeah. wiper, low is antifreeze. Low is antifreeze? Low is antifreeze. Oh, because it's 26. Good job. Whoopsie. Yep. Oh, wait. So you get your strain recovery. So you get your recovery. Okay. So you take wounds, right? From antifreeze? No, no. Well, how does bad habit work again? It disorients you for the remainder of the combat. We heal, I think, two or three strain each round. Right, right. Two Two or three strain per round. But he's disoriented for the entire rest of the encounter. Okay. so, So, yeah. So you do that. You're like, oh, fuck. Just, you just, you take the bottle and just like, snap the little like head off of it against like the side of the railing and just start and chug some and then throw the thing i go like why do i even have this and just throw it <laughs> yeah you know he doesn't say that given everything else i mean yeah right, fine <laughs> but yeah and, and then tosses it and um yeah so you're going to take oh buddy how much strain do you get i recover two you recover two strain yeah you take four wounds okay don't drink antifreeze, kids. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, as soon as you start drinking it, like, it, it fulfills the habit thing for you. But, it, like, as soon as you start drinking, you're like, oh, no. Side note, interesting oh. thing to note that I don't think Joe will know. I believe drinking vodka will help counteract antifreeze. <laughs> yeah, and then he immediately takes another sip from, like, his actual pure alcohol bottle. Like, not because he knows, because he just wants to wash out the taste. Oh, of- yeah, you have, like, the flask, right? Yeah. Yeah, you take a sip from that. 
Because, oh shit, what's this? You throw it away, take a sip from the flask. So I love it. He just puts it in his mouth. It's not right. Swallow it anyway. <laughs> and then swallows the other booze. <laughs> and that's why you're alive instead of dead. I love that. And that's perfect. Um, do your heroic recovery. Right. That's just an incidental. I spend my human story point on that. So. And then what do you get? I just get four strain recovery. Okay. Also, I do fucking love that alcohol is legitimately a medicinal quality sometimes. Yes. You can be... Like people we prescribe literally like, no, you just gotta start fucking pounding this shit down. <laughs> like What do I do about it, doctor? Take another shot, <laughs> goddamn it. Chug, chug, chug. Yeah, anyway. Um So You won't survive unless you join a frat. So what were your results on the train thing again? Four success, two threat. Okay. All right. I know perfectly how this how this goes. Okay, so the floor under all of you just sort of starts shifting. Especially you Greg. You and Jean, Ollie, Storm Bastille-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the circles just start spinning around and kind of rotating. And then they all sort of, like, line up to a sing like, like all aiming kind of at a single point where Ish is. Yeah. And the trains just, like, start rolling over that way. For that strain, I'm going to do something. For the threat? For the threats, I'm sorry. Yeah, so the, the console that you were plugged into uh-huh. starts, like... Given the, like, it's already kind of like having trouble. The little display on your calculator that, that shows the system and all that mm-hmm. is starting to short out as, like, after the laser thing happened. Probably hit important things or something. Yeah. The, the, you, you look over to the console as, as everything spins, because it's spinning a lot more than you thought it would. You thought it just, like, all shift. And the thing is just, like, sparking and going up, and, and you're, you, lose, you lose the connection. Okay. But the trains are going. Yeah, the trains are going. The trains are going. It's a pile up. I'm god damn it. Yeah, you you hit ish. Like one of them like like none of them are hitting her like exactly straight on and they're just crashing into each other. Like one of them like barrels into her shoulder and like takes it off. What? Takes it off. It takes it off. Rebuilt. She's a rebuilt. And and she starts to fall cuz of that and and one of them ends up like taking off like the the her her calf. And it's not there's no blood. It's just it's just torn and just gone and she's just sort of like struggling to sort of like crawl away from that just gene please so stop please and the, like the trains like just crash into each other and pile up and and like is she at least like trapped where she is she's sort of trapped between some cars okay and she's like trying to but, but she's not dead she's hurt as long as she's kind of trapped all right, it's still waiting uh, for that last one. <laughs> it's it's it would be Ish's turn. It would be Ish's turn. Mm-hmm. Everything like sort of took the wind kind of out of Ish, and like that sparking kind of stopped. And because of that, it's stopping. It starts to like build up again, and then it releases a much smaller this time, but um, again, sort of just like in Joe's general direction. It's probably very difficult to see me behind a pile of trains, though. You know what? You're right. I will. I will. You know what? I'll let it go, and we'll see what happens. Well, that is a triumph, friends. Hmm. A triumph. Four failures. Yeah, a triumph and four failures. So the so you know, I know what what's going to happen. All right. So just like she turns her neck. It's, she's not even aiming it. It just, like, happens. She turns her neck, and this, this much smaller, thinner beam just sort of, like, carves 
down and through one of the train cars, like in front of her, keeping her from view. Almost nicks you. Take a strain. Okay. Take two, actually. And Greg, you only just get the wherewithal to like duck as this thing sweeps past. It takes the top off of the train car behind you that you you had your fight in and like almost takes your head off. And it like then zigzags. Like the whole thing is just like zigzagging around kind of mm-hmm. inconsistently and like lights up like the space between you and Jean and like dust sort of flies up and stuff and and like it hits some sort of like gas system or something in, in the ground under it not enough to hurt you but it's it's gonna push you and gene back away from each other as it as it blows and like there's just an explosion there all right the tracks under the trains are like mangled up you can see that you can see not in the way that that uh B wanted it, but yes, the the rail system is mangled so as to deactivate the whole system. Like the, the whatever electrified thrum was going in through some of the like the the lines that the trolleys were on and stuff just goes dead, and like the the floor kind of blows up in chunks and there's dust everywhere. And you are able to sort of like you are you have this 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 ruined trolley car behind you and ha- or train car behind you and are like able to get some cover and you're fine. Jean has just been like completely obscured from your view. There's going to be dust and make it, it's going to be hard to see. And she's like, can't really see where she is. You can see though, where the cartridge is. All right. And that's that. Who's next? Sorry. Hey, Ollie, what, what you doing? Yeah. I was just going to say, I was going to spend a story point that Jean ends up on the far side of the cartridge. Like she doesn't know where it is, but she's also All on right. the far side. You spend that and she's also away from it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't affect our third player that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. What can I see through this dust cloud? What 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 can I see vis-a-vis um Ish and Jean? I feel like everyone knows where Ish is now. Yes. You can sort of you can see Ish right now. Like the car cars in front of her have kind of been like carved away. And Jean, uh, you can't quite see Jean. She's there's this sort of like still a cloud between you and her. You can see Greg. And you do still have like Webb and Storm Bastille behind you. Steven Storm Bastille. Gotcha. Are they right behind me? Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, she shot the ground. Maybe she made a new drain for all that water she's letting in. No, no, no. It was like a little beam. It, it was just a gas main that blew up under the thing. Mm-hmm. Her beams tend to go very far, though, is what I'm saying. Oh, I mean, <laughs> this one seems like it hit that thing and that stopped. This one was more like kind of like Joe's beam, except a, an actual beam. First off, I, I'd like to uh, spend my maneuver to try and get somewhere away from my compatriots. Sure, go for it. And if I need to make that direction more towards ish in order to be able to um, get into medium, then that's what I need to do. Go for it. Okay. So what distance am I from her? I'm going to say if you move from where you are, you're in short with her. And what am I rolling against? Could you repeat that? And what am I rolling against? If it's short, it would be... One. One naturally. So if any modifiers from Nemesis would modify that. Yes. So it would be one red die. You've been doing good without getting despairs, Dory. Don't screw it up now. You've got almost a whole session. <sighs> Aim for the legs. Interesting. What did you get? Wait, I didn't 
declare this ahead of time, like, since I was in short range? Yes. Yeah. Could I have been using my shotgun? Yeah, if you want to. Though that's going to make your, your aim for the legs thing a lot harder. I know. That's bad sound for her. Yeah. Then in that case, that is one success and three advantage that I'd like to crit on. Okay. That's uh, vicious just... too, yeah? For a shotgun? Yep. Let's see. You're not using blast, so I'm just going to have it be that this is like a shotgun slug as opposed to like a spray. That works. Okay. I'm going to spend a story point. Okay. You you cock the shotgun. Because I'm assuming there's one of those on, on your thing. Yes. Because what's the point in having a shotgun in a game without having that? Absolutely. And that click rings and you know what? Yeah, you hesitate just a little bit and you, you try and take the shot. And as you do, uh, you hear Ish go, uh, pl- pl- please, no, Jean, where, where are, are, are you? Please, uh, no. And you just hear Jean yell, don't, and rush in front of Ish. Shot. And take the shot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to roll that critical. So that is 96. One of the limbs is, uh, target's limbs is impaired until the injury is healed. Plus one difficulty to all checks using that limb. That was 96, correct? Yes. Not that bad. Mm-hmm. Because you were kind of, you were aiming at Ish. Because she kind of like threw herself down in front of her. Oh, she did. She was aiming for the legs. You did. Yeah, but. With those rolls, that's not where it was going to go. <laughs> she throws herself in front of Ish, and you end up being surprised and aim high. And you catch Jean in the eye. Just the side of it, but you, you, you catch her eye. Like, you don't kill her, but she certainly doesn't have an eye. <laughs> well, it's one difficulty to all checks using that limb. So that's going to be a lot of checks. Yeah. Seeing is important. It can be. So you you catch her, and she is, like, on her hands and knees, just like, fuck. She also takes nine damage. Yeah, she takes nine damage. Some of her soak deals with that, but she is not well. Especially after every, like, she was beat to hell now, and she's just, like, she's down. She's not unconscious, but it will take a lot to get her up again and she's just barely straggling like trying to keep herself up and like it's just like Jean what what why 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 did you shoot her Jean let me help you stand um and she's like barely able to stand herself given that like you took out one of her legs and her arm but she's like using what she can to try and help Jean. I believe it's Jean's initiative. It is. It is Jean's initiative. I'll do this. Jean straightens herself up. She's barely able to stand. And she very, like, weakly holds her sword in front of her. And you want to know what her action is, Dan? What? She takes defensive stance. And she just puts a hand to keep Ish like out of the way and out of sight behind her and just keeps herself in a defensive stand and points her sword like in your direction weakly. Like she can barely hold it. 
At at Ollie? At Ollie. Where is Joe in relation to Greg? And where are we in relation to Ollie? Joe is 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 just near the the, the corner of the room. I'm presumably somewhere where I can see the train pile because I Yeah, you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um I'd imagine he'd be somewhat close to the crushed train given that the crane was directly above that. Mm. Yeah, he's pro- Joe is probably the furthest. Where is Joe in relation to the map? Mm. Joe's the f- the furthest from everything. But Joe also has the most maneuverability. That's true. Joe just uh Greg uh quietly like grabs his radio is like, Joe, see where I'm looking. Do I? Can I see Greg? You can see Greg. He is medium distance away in front of you. And the direction you're looking is almost like past Greg would be where the thing is. Joe, where I'm looking, half buried in the sand right over there is the map. I'm going to go see if I can help defuse this. All right, I'll go after it. It's not going to work. <laughs> so yeah, Greg's passing that off to him, but trying to keep it on the down low. Okay. If anyone's going to get like squirrel jump over everything to get to it, it's going to be Joe. And then he goes, uh, tries to get over to Gene. That's medium distance. Yeah, so you, you get the call and the travel is probably the time. Jean, just stop. She tries to talk, but she's just like breathing heavy. Just put it down. You can't win. Not here. This didn't have to happen. Do your version of that meme for the scene, please. It's going to be so dated by the time this goes out. It's already dated. Hmm. B, I'm trying to sneak around, but Webb's dummy thick, and the clap from his ass cheeks keeps alerting the secure soft. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> That's the after credits. <laughs>